Hey, welcome to another episode of Tell Him JJ Podcast. I think this is episode six or seven. What is this, seven? I'm going to say seven, but I have no idea. Okay, (laughs) I might have put the folder as, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do. uh, Might be six. Behind the scenes. But anyway, this is another episode. I'm your host, Johnny B, and I'm always joined with... Jonah T, also here. The man of the hour or two. That's right. (laughs) The one and only. So, Jonah, how the heck are you? My God, John, you have no idea how I am. It's because I'm doing pretty well, Good. as always. <laughs> week by week, yeah, it's it's, well. it's been a it's been a pretty it's been a pretty good week for entertainment and so. Excellent and Excellent. such. Cool. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about last week? Because you mentioned oh, no. you talked about. Or I sorry, you mentioned you saw finally was the uh, conclusion to Falcon and Winter Soldier. So. Yes. We'll try to get into I did that. See that. Unless you want to we can talk about it now unless you want to talk about something else that you've done. Oh no, we get we can talk about it now, but uh I, I also did watch uh Invincible. Oh I finished yes. that. Cool. Uh and I also uh I got a little further into Harley Quinn, which I'm really liking. It's oh, very good. good. Yeah. I'm uh almost done with the second season, so it's it's a it's a it's a it's a pip. As they, as the young kids say, <laughs> what, the, what the hell's a pip? Uh, <laughs> are you, are you, are you like, uh, are you the guy that sells newspapers in like 1920s England? That's it. Like, <laughs> that's me. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna attempt a British accent. <laughs> I am the reincarnation of that person. <laughs> you know, like the, the ten-year-old. Yeah. The, the, the ten-year-old asking for ten pence. <laughs> Maybe I'll update and call it a hoot instead. How's that sound? <laughs> Go it's a hoot nanny. To a hoot. Fun, good time. Oh, good. So we'll, we could talk about those things. Um, let's start with the Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, since that's already been concluded now for a couple of weeks, and I'm sure everyone's yes. seen it. So, uh, Jonah, how, what, what did you think of it as a whole? I thought it was great. Yeah. I I also like the one. You know, actually, I really like uh, the new Captain America suit. Like, I think that's really cool. With the and also. The fact that they're actually making like a, they're making the bad Captain America into like a, another character that's a Captain America suit. Yeah, is he's cool. uh, he's um secret agent or U.S. agent. That's what I meant. U.S. To say. U.S. agent, right? Yeah. But like, and I don't really care too much about all that. Right. But I really liked his character and uh, the way the guy plays him. Right. So I, I was happy that that he's going to be a thing going forward, rather than just being like, oh, he was a guy. That did some dumb stuff in this in, the, in this first season, and now we now we're done with him. Right. But, uh, so I'm 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 really happy he's going to be coming back. Um, also, yeah, they they do that whole speech on like live TV, like with the politicians. Mm-hmm. I I was pretty into that. I was like, that's that's exactly what Captain America should be saying. Exactly. Yeah. No. I yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I really did, and uh, it's just like it's funny because if you look at now this is obviously um, uh, your own point of view for everything, but like IGN, just throwing that random site out there, um, they gave that last episode like a bad review, and it makes no sense to me because like you just said that that whole speech at the end, like the whole theme of those last few episodes, is it just it's just phenomenal. It's just like I really enjoyed the show and I enjoyed the message of everything about it and. It was cool. Exactly. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that uh, you know, I might I might not give Marvel a lot of uh, 
credit sometimes because I see it and I'm like, oh, this is just a cash grab. You're just playing at our our uh, our nostalgia or heartstrings for your storylines, you know? Because and it's not fair sometimes because they do they do good stuff, but uh, it's just a, the thing I have against them because I've seen so much. I got so sick of it over time. But seeing this Captain America in this show, seeing how Sam plays Captain America. I thought uh, I was like seeing it as more than just, oh, it's a cash grab made by Marvel and made by Disney. You know, I saw it as actual Captain America. Yeah. And I think that's uh, and I think that's cool just because I remember being so excited about Marvel movies coming out. And I think that's kind of sad that I don't really I, that I lost that. And now that this made me feel like, uh, oh, I, I I was actually pretty excited watching this. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do next. I'm still not over my uh, uh, bias against a lot of Marvel stuff because they are still very formulaic. But a lot of what they put into this show, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Yeah. More of definitely. So were you, um, like for me, my fear was after Endgame, because Endgame, a lot of, some people were, you know, look at Endgame as one movie, but it's really the, the final of like 10 years of movies Endgame. So when, when you experience Endgame, like to this day, if I go watch Endgame um, clips with the, with the audience reaction in theaters, like it still gives me chills. Like that was just like such an incredible experience. But for me, like I was like, I could have just locked it up and never watched a single Marvel movie after that, because I think that, you know, fit everything perfectly. It closed up everything, but these shows, especially this show, and everything that the last few episodes and everything, this whole storyline is just, it does bring me to want to watch more. Like it gets me excited to see what's coming next because they're handling it really well. Like you said, it's not just a cash grab. It's like something that you're really excited for. And, you know, it's kind of like going back to what you're saying as like you see him as Captain America, which makes sense because like a lot of what we've seen in the movie universe anyway is Captain America's, I would say, his best time was when he was in World War II because that's when he did all, like, the heroic saving and, you know, uh, being Captain America. And then when he was frozen and brought to the the future, I feel like, I I don't really, you never really saw him utilized outside of, you know, either his movies or the Avengers movies, so you don't know. Oh, and then his PSAs that he did for the schools (laughs) on those little videos. But, um, you know, I, I just... I feel like this Captain America will connect with, like, the current age of what's going on more so than the old Captain America, Steve Rogers. I don't know. Does that make any sense? It, yeah, it definitely makes sense. The There is a clear distinction between how the old Captain America presented himself and the new Captain America. And I think that scene where he's talking to those politicians on live TV is basically a culmination of that. Right. Uh, where he's saying, I don't have all the answers, but I know you need to be doing something mm-hmm. because what you're doing is not helping. Right. Uh, and with Cap- with the with Chris Evans, his Captain America, he was also a great Captain America, but it was less... Uh, you know, uh, there's always this the Civil War storyline where he like goes against the government, which is uh, which is cool. But he's he's more like a, a symbol rather than a symbol of America, and he does like the America's dirty work basically. You know, yeah. he's a hero and he does good things. But 
he's he's less a hero of the people than he is uh, a figurehead, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that might just be a misunderstanding of the character presented through Marvel's cinematic universe because, like I said, I've seen the movies, uh, but I have not seen them multiple times, at least some of them, because I did get, I did fall out of love with this, with uh, with Marvel. Yeah. But what, I, what I do, movie I don't... did that for you, by the way? Did, was there a specific movie where you watched it and you're like... I no, feel I, I don't. Nothing. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't know if it was a specific movie or if they just kept coming, and I was just started getting less excited by what was happening in the shows. You were like when because... they replaced Edward Norton, I was out. <laughs> <laughs> when they... <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I did like Edward Norton's Hulk, even oh, though great. I like it. I like it a lot. Even though I'm very upset that they never gave uh, the the new Mark I, Ruffalo. I Mark Ruffalo, his I never they never gave him his own standalone movie. Yeah, well I feel like although I know Ragnarok this is a little side, I, I feel like Ragnarok was kind of his because they were planning on doing like a Planet Hulk, which I guess that would kind of be sort of what they were gonna do with it, which is uh, him as that like um, what what would they call it? Um, Maestro, right? <laughs> Maestro. Uh, that's that. No, that's evil. That's the evil Hulk, right? Yeah, Maestro. Um. I don't know. That's uh, oh, I, I think is that isn't that Green Lantern's guy, bad guy? I don't know. I have no idea. I, okay, I, like, you threw out our name like, out there, and I was no. Like, I know Maestro. No, Maestro is like Hulk, but he's like in the from the future, and he's like a super genius and evil. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. Probably. See my. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. If it's not thrown in my face recently, I I don't really know much about them. And, um, I like I like I know some characters because uh, I someone like mentioned something. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Then I go on like a rabbit hole looking stuff up online. Yeah. But I've never read these comics. Right. Like I, 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 my comic history is basically I had some some Justice League comics when I was a kid. And that's it. <laughs> well, the problem with comics is like I, like we talked about before. For me, anyway, is I need to know I need to see issue one and then catch and like read it as I go versus like trying to just get a random issue and then try to be like, all right, what's going on here? What's happening here? Because, I mean, there's different variations of, you know, through each decade, I feel like there's a new version of all the characters, really. Um, and this is, a, this is, this might be going a little off topic, but one thing that I, that kept me from actually getting into comics is when I start reading a comic, uh, and this isn't with like every series, but uh, sometimes they they go with a certain art style for a certain bit, and then they switch to a different artist. Yeah, and it makes sense because drawing these comic panels is hard and it takes time. Yeah. Uh, so that if they want to get things out quickly, you need to give different pages to different artists. Right. But it it keep get it pulls me out of the immersion. It does because um, there's definitely like I do like when there's a specific style to everything, because like you just said exactly. Um, because deadlines and actually I, I just uh, hurt like did research on comic books and stuff like that making them and all that stuff but deadlines like you said time deadlines is the sh- biggest reason why you'll have different artists just kind of jump in because the other person wasn't making the deadlines or whatever and so they had to get someone else to help them and uh, either take over or whatever um, but yeah that's the thing with uh, with comics as well and the fact that older ones had 
so much dialogue in it versus I, i've seen i've seen some of those old pages where it's just like you should have just wrote a book right <laughs> it's just like a huge like text bubble full of like like a paragraph like half a page of words yeah and then they keep going and it's just like what's what is this <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm currently reading on the on my kindle which i guess is not the best way but it's the cheaper way um the first like real big run in with thanos um because I, I already read the infinity gauntlet which is is different from the movie, of course, but at the same time, there's a re- there's some really cool like panels in that in that uh and pages in that comic, and like it, instead of stones, I call them gems. And when he gets the time gem, like that, there's a cool, really cool looking picture in there that I was like, wow, this is cool. Um, and they make him out to be a really good genius. But anyway, what I'm reading now is the first running with Thanos and uh, dealing with the cosmic cube, which is a whole nother crazy thing. Um, but there's so much dialogue in this thing. I think I'm reading like the, what do they call it? The, um, when they're all together. Uh, uh, you mean the comic books? All yeah. Like, like all one? the issues, like the whole stories in the one. So uh, compendium compendium. So you're in, um, or obvious or obvious omnibus. omnibus. I, I don't know which, I don't know. I think they're both the same thing. Cause I've seen Probably. like the, yeah. I've seen like a collection and they've called it omnibus, or they've called it a compendium. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Anyone out there that knows these things, correct us. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but that's it's very wordy. Like there's a lot of dialogue, and the thing is, it jumps like all over the place. You have uh, Captain Marvel, or they call him like Marvel, I guess, but I assume it's Captain Marvel. Completely different. It's not. It's not. Um. It's, uh. Uh. Carol. Denver. Yeah, Carol Danvers. Danvers, yeah, it's not her. It's literally like Marvel, um, and he actually has um, uh, he's uh, has like an alter ego that he switches between a human and himself because he like he like joins souls with somebody to save him from somebody, and I keep saying somebody because I can't remember the names and there's so much stuff going on. Um, but you jump from like one issue of him, then you go to like an Iron Man issue, and then there's a daredevil and black widow issue like it's just like jumping all over the place to get to like because it's one long story i guess um but yeah it's very very wordy and um yeah it's just uh that was another thing with comics too is like you said and, sometimes just you should have just made a book <laughs> of all the yeah exactly and, the and i'm not saying and i'm not saying that uh these comics that have all these words uh I'm not saying that I don't want to read it because I just want to see the pictures. I like I like reading, but when I'm reading a comic, I feel like you're doing it wrong if you're putting all this exposition in the text. Uh, like, sure, you can put some exposition in there, but you know, you have all these comic panels. That's the that's one thing about this medium is you can utilize all that. Mm-hmm. Seems it just seems a little bit lazy sometimes to just have a guy standing there and then tell you what's happening. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm not a comic expert. But, you know, you know it's, it's funny. just back in the yeah. day, they used to call it the Marvel way. Actually, I, I watched a documentary on this. And so the Marvel way was basically like, say, Stan Lee and Jack uh, Kirby. Um, you know, they both, I would say together, like Stan Lee took a lot of the credit at the end. But together, like they both like Jack Kirby was the artist for, you know, Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and all the all the main Avengers basically were from these two. 
So the Marvel way was instead of like you writing a script, right? A full script, word by word, um, panel by panel. They would actually like Stan Lee would actually just say, like give like um, like a plot synopsis or something like that, like a like a clip note version of whatever, and then he left it up to the artist to fill in the everything else. So he he let them kind of tell the story in their own way. So it was like a collaborative thing. So I guess that could work better because then you'll have more visuals involved. But um, I don't know if that's uh, what happened with this book that I'm reading, but. It is, uh, it is very wordy. So I don't know if it's like they had to come up with more words on the fly to be like, yeah, what he drew didn't really explain it all, so we have to explain it for everybody because our, our <laughs> readers are only like between the ages of 7 and 14. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. And I'm sure there's uh, some comics out there that are just very expositionful, very wordy, uh, that are good, very good. Uh, but I just feel like you can do better, <laughs> you yeah. know. Well, that's it's, the difference. It's not, and I'm not I'm not saying that it's the, it's wrong. I just think that it's not us, utilizing the medium. It's a comic book, you know. You yeah. can you can do uh, you can take advantage of what you can do in a comic book that you can't do in a novel. So why would you just write a novel <laughs> in a comic book? There it is. That's you. You tell him. Tell him, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> tell him, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a big difference why uh, between manga as well, because manga is more action and you know visual driven. So I think that's why uh, like people kind of gravitate towards that stuff too. Um, but anyway, what were we talking about before we got into the comic section of our of our talk- cinematic Whoa. Marvel universe here? Because I was I brought well, we were- up which movie did it for you that you kind of stepped back from right. Uh, it, it's not that even that I stepped back. I think I watched all of them. It's just uh, I think I started realizing around Ant Man that uh, every time Ant Man was doing Ant Man stuff, I was I was a little bored. Well, he was like being like a regular person. I was like, that's cool. Like you know, <laughs> uh, when he's being uh, Scott, that's his name, right? Scott. Yeah, Scott Lang. Uh, Scott Lang. He was he was doing uh he he was just being a funny guy. He and that, he's doing he's like being him, Paul Rudd. He's being Paul Rudd. He's got his backup backup crew. They were all funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts training, and I'm like, okay, let's go back to the other part. And then they they like infiltrate stuff, and I'm like, okay. Uh, I I liked the heist bit because it's funny, <laughs> and they 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 worked in a lot of the a lot of the backup guys also to make those jokes. Yeah. But you know, I just realized that. Uh, Something beeped, and I don't know what that was. So I'm just making sure everything's fine. That was me, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all good. It was my computer was telling me that an update updated, and I was like, okay. And it's got to have that Windows has to have that stupid chime that's like do do do. Yeah, exactly. So so I so I was just saying that uh, Ant Man. I liked the half that wasn't hero related <laughs> and uh and i and i it's not that i didn't like ant-man's bits like the hero bits but i just wanted to see more of the human bits right so i when i started realizing that i kept seeing the other movies like that where it's just like they're being too they're not really very relatable these guys are all superhumans they're all doing superhuman things fighting superhuman enemies and uh i i just want to see them having real life problems you know and 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 there's something that their superhuman abilities can't uh, can't get them out of. 
Okay. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> Thor lost his, like, passport. <laughs> I don't know. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I just picture you watching, like, pass? Iron Man and be like, well, I'm not that smart, so I, I, I just don't relate to this. Exactly. <laughs> no, and that's like, one Thanos thing. Has you bring a glove. Up, I don't have a glove. That's, I can't that's do one that thing shit. you should bring up. You should bring up Iron Man. Is my one of my favorite heroes in the Marvel universe is Spider Man, and the and I loved Spider Man's original trilogy. I even I I even like three. Was like I don't like it as much as the first two, but I like three <laughs> enough. Gotcha. You know. Well, I think two. Uh, Spider-Man 2. 2 was amazing. 2 was the best comic book movie out there. And still, it still probably is. Like, I always thought The Dark Knight was really, really awesome. But, like, that's like a crime drama still. But Spider-Man 2, um, you know, before the whole... Like, like individually, Spider-Man 2 is one of the best comic book movies live action out there. Um, Absolutely. I, I definitely would. Into the Spider Verse is a close second because that that is such a, a good movie, such a great standalone movie for sure. Yeah, uh, but um, live action goes like Sam Raimi um, did such a phenomenal job on Spider Man Two. I mean, even that scene when Doc Ock was on the operating table, like they're they're gonna try to that take... was that was scary. That was a little scary <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That's that's like if you watch that and you watch this like the shots, it's. It's yeah. perfect comic book panel angles and everything like on it. Like it's just yeah, it's perfect. It just it, it was. It was so also good. also a touch of horror in there. That was crazy. Yeah. Well, I, Sam I Raimi's it. known for horror, so there you go. He, uh, yeah. Evil Dead and Drag Me to right. Hell, which came after Spider Man. <laughs> uh, and so comparing that to the current Spider Man movies, and the current Spider Man movies, I think are great. But yeah. really, all he uh, he's not really the people's the people's hero in the new ones you're like sure he like patrols new york but he wants to do the big boy stuff yeah with, he had a with taste billion dollar so daddy more i mean he was exactly he was in the thick so i don't blame him yeah sure but like he's he gets all his gadgets from uh iron man instead of like putting it together himself right you know he's got a handler you know happy yeah you know, it's just i well that's in i just don't like that dynamic uh where he's He's an agent, you know, yeah. rather than now he's an yeah exactly, and that's it's kind of funny because it's exactly well Spider-Man it's, himself was exactly what Stanley wanted to do with a character because you know he's he's relatable like because his mm-hmm. idea was uh, look outside your window and this is New York City who do you see like what do you see like make it relatable to them and. You know, the, the average reader for comic books was the same, like, around Peter Parker's age. And he had real problems. He had allergies and girl problems and, you know, stuff like that where everyone could relate to him. You know, so that's that's funny you mentioned that because you, you actually, you hit it on the head with uh, who Spider-Man should be. Right. And I think that the, uh, the original trilogy really captured who Spider-Man should be. You know, uh, sure, he let his heroics get in the way of his personal life but he was always around yeah um aside from when you know he did the crazy dance down the street and he was my problem with three is (laughs) is he cried too much like there was just so much like unnecessary crying there was so much unnecessary they were trying to make it a little too edgy i don't know it was it was they were they were like saw the matrix they're like let's try to do a little more of that (laughs) <laughs> and and also the the fact that they tried to Sandman was such a good villain. 
You know? Well, that's what they Sandman tried. Sandman was a good character. That's who, that's what Sam Raimi wanted, but the producers wanted Venom. Yeah, of course. So they ended they're, they're up like... combining. And, you know, if it was made today, it probably would have been split up into two parts like it should have been. It should have been. You know, slowly introduce the black suit, um, deal with Sandman in the first one, and then part two would pick up where he gets the suit off and then Venom finds Eddie Brock. Which was another yeah. lame ass character. Like I love uh, uh, Topher Grace for sure, especially in yeah. that '70s show. But he's not—he's not very intimidating. He's not Eddie Brock, like not at all. They should have got somebody right. that exactly imi- uh, imitate, no, <laughs> intimidating. For, yeah, and that's where they—they they really dropped the ball on Spider-Man Three. And I actually saw it. Tw- believe it or not, that's one of the few movies that I've seen twice in theaters because I saw it the first time opening night. And I saw it again with my brother, but I had to see it again because I was like, maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset. Maybe I was just tired. Maybe I just didn't see it. Like, I was like, something's... Because I was on still Spider-Man too high. And that was like right. a couple of years before that. And I'm just like, what happened? And I'm like, watch I watched it again. And I'm like, I'm literally trying to tell myself what I like about it and what I don't like about it. And I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. it's just... they. It, they what they did is they tried cramming two movies into one movie because then you had, then you had, um, as uh, Peter Parker said, um, they called him Goblin Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, James Franco, which, you know, he, again, that should have been, I mean, that should have been reserved for part four, I would say. Or, I don't know. I mean, his, his story arc was building because in the end of Spider Man 2, that's when he found out. Or was that Spider Man 1? Uh, Spider-Man one, he no, yeah. Spider-Man one, he <clears throat> he thinks Spider-Man kills his dad, and then Spider-Man two. I don't know. Oh, he finds out in Spider-Man three, right? That he had Peter Parker is is. Uh... Oh, he's not. I think he finds out in Spider-Man two that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. I think oh, so. Yeah, exactly. You? Yep, that's right. Because they, uh, yes, that's it. I forget well, how, I, <laughs> but I haven't I, seen I, it in I, a while. Yeah, I feel like they should have split uh, Venom and Sandman into their own movies, and they could have kept the Green Goblins, the Hobgoblin, right? Hobgoblin. They, no, they could have kept him. He was Green Goblin. He was Green Goblin. Yeah, Hobgoblin came later, and um, was like a, I think he was like a hitman or something. I don't know if the, I don't think they ever showed his face. I forget. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm going off but, of the animated show that was on Fox yeah. all those years. <laughs> they should have uh even if they kept him in the movies as like a b plot they could have just like kept him going they don't have to kill him off right there yeah because uh, his was like, rushed so- too because in the beginning of three he finds the serum or i think his dad in the second one gave him the whatever anyway he it's all confusing to me but I, in the I third one the- he like he, he already took the serum he's already like super strong and he's already going after him and there was too much in it like he was trying to propose to MJ um <clears throat> and apparently there was a deal with uh, Kristen Dunst that she had to have singing roles in this movie so that's why she was singing all the time in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know there's a whole like m- this was one of those scenarios where you have a great director and story writer, and then you have the greedy producers trying to cash in on everything great about the character, and they're trying to throw everything in it. 
and it just did not work out at all. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think I, I read somewhere that he that Sam Raimi like swore off directing more Spider-Man because of because of that experience on the third movie. Yeah, well, you know what's really crazy is before Andrew Garfield um that Spider-Man became a thing, they were literally ready to start production on Spider-Man 4 like there was a script and there was a production date and I remember there's an interview somewhere with uh um Toby Maguire about him mentioning the start date that he was filming so they literally that spider-man 4 was literally canceled i think like a few weeks before they're about to start production like actual filming it's a bummer yeah yeah but uh have you heard all the rumors about the uh the old spider-man being in the newest movie yeah they're i, I mean obviously they're denying it because marvel they keep, probably yeah they keep denying it Right, they keep denying it, but that keeps coming up, and I'm just like, don't play with me. Yeah. Like, if this is going to be a Spider-Verse kind of thing, that'd be crazy. If they're going to bring the, the Spider-Man from the original trilogy. Uh, and I liked Andrew Garfield. I thought he was a good Spider-Man, just weird weird Tobey Maguire, you know? Not Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker. <laughs> I didn't see... Know? I saw the first one, The Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't see the second one because I knew it was going to have the same problems as Spider-Man 3. Like I could, t- they're already through two. Once they introduce more than one bad guy, I was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna watch it because it's gonna be a catastrophe." It's the movies weren't great, but uh, Andrew Andrew Garfield plays Spider Man in like the Spider Man character very well. He I, I he, like he's, uh, he's very smart ass like like yeah sp- or uh, fast talking like Spider Man is, and I I did like that. I did, I did like Andrew Garfield. I didn't like the lizard in that movie. It was Sorry, I just had to fix something. It was a good movie, but um, the second one I didn't even bother watching. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it, but since they they ended on the second one, I just I don't know. I really don't know if I even care. But because what they have? Um, yeah, I mean, I they had Electro, and then they had uh, who else was the bad guy in that movie? Was it like rep, like the lizard or reptile or something? I don't know. Doctor, doctor, something. Or was that the first one? The first one had the lizard. It was the first one had the lizard. I don't know. I you don't even <laughs> need to watch the second one. It's it wasn't very good and it doesn't really end. Uh, it doesn't even give you closure for anything. You know. Spoiler Aside alert! From Gwen I know Stacy that. Uh, yeah, Gwen Stacy dies. Yep. I, I was about to. I just spoiled it too. Well, you, I said but, spoiler alert. So you know, it's perfect timing. <laughs> Yeah, but you're she, just like he's like he's he's about to give us a spoiler. Oh my god! But she does die but, in the uh, comics. Yeah, it's, so. she dies. Yeah, and, and it's it, aside from that, there's really no, nothing else that happens in the. Uh, <laughs> That's the highlight of the movie, I mean, it's a, and the and the uh, downer of the movie. It's a downer. Yeah, and and I when I was watching it, I was like, oh man, that's sad. But you know, it's not a good movie. <laughs> but uh, it's it's fun. It's, it's fun sad, to watch. but it could be sad. It's a fun watch. <laughs> oh, I did watch. That, could, uh, be, could be sadder. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, but it could be sadder. On a side note, I did finally see Wonder Woman eighty four the other night. Oh yeah, that's the uh, the meme. Yep. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the Pedro. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. See, did what? What do you think about the bad guy? Uh, oh, he was the main, great. The main I mean, bad guy. When I, I told Phenomenal. I told Steph, I was like, you know, that's the Mandalorian. She's like, oh my god, I would never even, I would that would never even came to my head. I was like, yeah. So no, he did a fantastic job, fantastic. 
Um, yeah. And the movie, the movie was better than I thought it would would be based off of reviews from other people. The only thing that I don't get because I didn't specifically or specify was I didn't understand if him reverting his wish made people forget like did that like reverse time or no because i feel like if everyone remembered that shit just happened like it can't be in the same timeline because everyone would be so messed up from that like no one would trust anybody yeah you know like because that's a crazy thing that happened like everybody was making these wishes and everyone's aware of these wishes and like even the president's aware of the wishes and everyone's aware that the president knew he had wishes and like bomb like nuclear bombs are about to blow up the entire planet and all of a sudden like he reverts his wish so then like things start disappearing but at the end of the day like it doesn't seem like people forget cuz not everyone reverted it didn't seem like cheetah reverted well maybe she did cuz she was back to human again but i don't know that was the only thing is the right. ending i think they tr- they tripped on explaining that because like i said if that didn't happen um or if if people remember that i'm saying is i feel like that would be like such a mind fuck and you got to think 1984 i assume clark kent would have been sent to earth already um based on his age right perhaps right or it yeah he should he should have been sent to earth so like you know that would still be uh canon if that all happened and people remembered it so it would have been like a really messed up future i think i think it would have just led to chaos because no one everyone would be like freaking out forever like what if someone makes a wish like what the hell is actually happening i don't know i just feel like that also, would lead to mass I, chaos also one thing that i you know I, it's been a while since i saw the movie so i'm not clear on a bunch of things but i remember uh she like the her love interest comes back to life but in the end, it turns out like it wasn't ever him. It was just like, I guess she changed somebody else into him. So what Is that happened, how it was? So what happened was, because it took me a sec to realize that, but so what happened was she made the wish that, I guess, to have him come back. But so what, what that monkey's paw did was it put his soul into another person's body. Um. Because obviously, and she perceived him as. But for her, she was able to see him as him. Like she, he was him for her, and he was him for him. Even though, if he looked in a mirror, he saw the body, the actual person. But for her, she, yeah, he was Steve. So, but to everyone else, he was that guy. Like (laughs) he was just that guy down the street. Exactly. So that's. um, I don't know. Because at first uh, I was like, wait, so. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's what happened. So he was still Steve. It was actually Steve and she saw him and she was the only one that could see him as Steve though. Right. Yeah. I was like, did, did she just have sex with that guy? She doesn't know him. <laughs> so that's, that's like, did she, she's getting freaky on the dance up. floor. Yeah. That's kind of messed up though. That's not even like, that's not even Steve's body. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It was a it was a fun movie and I liked paid uh, the bad guy a lot, but you know the first one was a lot better. First Wonder Woman. Yeah, well that I mean the first one was definitely a lot better and it actually you know it still stays. It doesn't try something crazy where you're like for me I feel like 1984 that one is just like a standalone 
Wonder Woman film because they had to kind of give her her own film again. Um, because, like I said, everything is like reverse basically like uh, unless 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 people still remember that like 1984 was the weird year that everything almost died or everyone almost died i don't know i have no idea right um otherwise really everything much sense if everybody remembers that that's a pretty traumatic experience <laughs> yeah like you would think that would just be like it would just mess with yeah i don't know so in my like, why would it uh if 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 nobody remembers it why does wonder woman is what I'm thinking, you know. Yeah, that's so. the only, that's well because she made a anyone that made a wish before um, Pedro Pascal's character would still remember. So she made oh. one first, and then um, Cheetah made the second wish, and then Pedro took it, and then he made the wish that's that spread everywhere because he was the he became the the uh, stone or whatever it was. So that's what I'm thinking. But then the kid remembered. It makes sense. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of is like she would remember. Well, it. Did, didn't he make a wish or something the kid. Uh, to like have his father or something? I don't remember. Yeah, but I don't know. I, and I guess. But that was after. Yeah. So I guess Pedro would remember. Because I don't he, remember it because character's name. I just like it's Pedro. <laughs> I know. I feel bad. Um, but uh, I'll call him the Mandalorian. How's that sound? Mando. Uh, yeah, Mando. So anyway. He must. He probably still remembers though, because he made the la- He he made the last wish. So anything after him would have been reversed because because everything came through him. So if he reversed becoming the stone, so then he technically technically never became the stone, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. That's the only thing that would make sense to me. It makes sense. That's the it only way the world would get I, back to normal. That's just a loop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a logic loop that I don't want to follow. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I, I think is that because he made that wish and the other two made it before him, that's why they'll always they'll remember. Um but his his reverse cuz there's a movie called Wishmaster. It's a horror movie. And I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to have to to explain this. So it's basically the monkey's paw that's, again with this. It's like you make a wish, but there's always terrible consequences. Like you think you're getting what you want, but in the end, like the wish master, which is like a demon guy, he ends up like twisting the wish. So it like, it's horrible. So let me put it that way. But in the end, um, the last wish the girl makes, the heroine, um, tricks the demon into reversing everything. So everything goes back to the to when the stone was found, and then so no one ever made a wish to release him or whatever it was. Like it was it was like trapped in a stone or something like that, and because somebody like was drinking on the job, he broke the stone, and then that's when the gem gets loose and blah 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 blah. blah. So her final wish was, I wish so and so wasn't drinking that day. And he goes, Your wish is, and he didn't realize it, but then he says your wish is um, granted, and then he realized that that made it so the stone was never released and then it reversed everything so i i'm assuming that's what happened in this movie is when he reversed i can't believe <laughs> i can't believe wonder woman stole the plot of wishmaster <laughs> that is that is like beat for beat what happens in the movie <laughs> pretty much there you go <laughs> yeah it's just more grotesque let's put it that way yeah 
<laughs> you're like, yeah, right. sure, whatever. That's it's cool. <laughs> cool story, bro. Yeah, it's uh, so Wonder Woman. Honestly, if you haven't watched it because you've seen people talk bad about it, it's worth a watch. I think if you can, if you don't have to like pay pay a lot of money for it, like maybe if it comes back on HBO Max, uh, just get a HBO Max subscription for a month and check it out because there's a lot of stuff on there. Watch South Park afterwards. <laughs> Watch there you go. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn's on HBO yeah. Max. And a new movie just came out like this month. I think it was. It's a new Angelina Jolie movie. I just I watched that also, and that you should watch that until before it leaves. Did you watch it? Because I heard okay. it, I heard that one wasn't good at all. Again, I no, it's it's here. Here's the thing. I did watch it, watch and it, it was backwards. okay. <laughs> I, and, it, and it was okay, but it felt kind of like Angelina Jolie wasn't the main character, even though she's like the main character. Like gotcha. John Bernthal is also in there, the Punisher. Yeah. And he he's like does all the action stuff, <laughs> and then he carries. You know, the movie. Angelina Jolie just no. A- Angelina Jolie does a good yeah. John Bernthal does a great job, but Angelina Jolie does a good job too. Well, and she just like in the be- she's just running around in the back with a kid, <laughs> not her kid. She's like helping the kid, <laughs> and there's like fire, and I don't know. Angelina Jolie's still hot though. Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah, I mean that's. I just wish I just wish she did more action. No, no, (laughs) no. She's she's a good actress. I just wish she did more action. She did. She had like one fight scene at the end there. Well, it's kind of like Godzilla when the first trailer came out. You thought Brian Cranston was going to be in the whole thing, and he's only in it for like twenty minutes. Right. You're like, oh well, what the hell? I'm just going to leave now. I want a Brian Cranston. But uh, right, so and so it is good. It's it's a decent watch anyway. Uh, yeah, that pause yeah, does not like I, I, I make me happy or uh, motivate. There's me a to lot of sections. It. it takes a while to to like actually start going, and uh, I like you watched bits of Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones, right? There's uh yeah, like the first who, season. Who's, you know, one of the one of those uh, one of those kings advisors. I forget what his name is. He's like Littlefinger or something. I don't remember his name. Littlefinger? Something finger. I don't know. Goldfinger. Uh, <laughs> he, he's he's like the cunning guy that's like that's that's like manipulating everything in the background. He's one of the assassins in the movie. And he's okay. very good. And so is and his partner's Nicholas Holt. Um who plays so if you've watched Mad Max Fury Road, he plays like the the guy, the half, the half, I don't know, the crazy guy that's also friends with the main character eventually. Okay. He, like, captures right. Max, and then afterwards, like, he's with Max. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, those guys are great. They do a great job. Uh, ju- they, everyone does a great job. It's just, there's a lot of bits in the movie that I got kind of bored through. And they underutilized Angelina Jolie. Because I think this is, like, her, like, return to movies. Like, I, I don't think she's, like, done a like a movie in a while. Yeah, I don't uh, uh, yeah. like like I think the last one might have been like Maleficent. Oh yeah. But that that sequel came out too. She was in. Yeah. That was like a couple which years ago. I think Yeah, and I actually liked the first Maleficent. It was fine, but well, like the second one sucked. I didn't see either. Uh, but she's going to be in the Eternals coming out that's, from oh, Marvel. She, that's true. Well, when's that coming out? Um I think later this year. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll check that out. But it was it was disappointing because it was like the first time I saw Angelina Jolie in something, and it wasn't it wasn't what they could have done. They could have done right by her, but they didn't. <laughs> you know. I got gotcha. you. It was uh, it, it was it was a fine movie. If you have HBO Max, just give it a watch. It was it, it'll be fun for a while, at points. <laughs> it'll but be fun it's... for a while. Then it's over, and you're sad. <laughs> Exactly, uh, but if you're, it's not a something. It's not something that'll sell you a subscription to HBO Max, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. You know, oh. if, if you've got it and you've watched Harley Quinn, <laughs> watch watch this one. <laughs> we watched. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of HBO Max. We watched Wonder Woman, and then Saturday we watched uh, the second Sherlock Holmes movie. I've seen before, but she didn't. So I that's that has some great cinematography in that in that movie. Did you ever see it? The second Sherlock Holmes movie, uh, or any of? No, I, I haven't even. I haven't seen any of the Sherlock They're Holmes good. movies. No, They're good. I remember actually at one time I went to the theaters to see uh, the, the I think it was the first Sherlock Holmes movie, and it was like completely full, and there was like one seat in the front, <laughs> well, like two seats. I was with somebody, and we were gonna sit there, but it was just like right underneath the screen, and I had to look up, and I was like, I'm not doing this, and we left, got a refund. Yeah. Uh, so I never watched it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, I yeah, I saw the second one in theaters. I don't know if I saw the first one in theaters, but I don't know. They're both really good. They really. I should give them a try. I don't know if the first one's on there, but the second one is. So definitely watch the first one first because they they tie into each other. They're like one big story. So it's really right, good. Right. Really good stuff. Highly recommend. Yeah, I'll give I'll give it a, I'll give it a go. It's just. Uh, I still need to finish Harley Quinn, and I I wanted to give, uh, I want to get I want to find another TV show rather than a movie because mm. I've, I've given a lot of movies a go, you know, especially with this one just now, and it's time it's time to give uh it's time to give some bite sized set pieces yeah. a well, shot. Well, it's nice to know? be able to sit know. down and like watch like a twenty to forty minute show, and then you're good versus like devoting to exactly. one movie, which takes obviously a while so I'm exactly like that. even when i was watching this uh even when i was watching this angelina jolie movie which i can't remember the title of uh, for the life of me uh it was i i had to split it up because i just i i, I couldn't i was like watching it and then i had to do something then I never got back to it because i was i wasn't really having a good time in the beginning of the, <laughs> the first half of the movie uh so i was like uh, i'll get back to it eventually and then i finished it uh, like two days later and I was like, that was fine. Yeah. I don't know, Jonah. You're not really but selling this same, thing. Not, the, <laughs> I had to take a break, and then I went back yes. to it. And I don't know, man. I forget her name. I forget what yeah. the movie's about. It's got some people in it. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah. It had some cool stuff. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't overall, as, it wasn't. It it um it wasn't was Wonder say, Woman. <laughs> it wasn't Wonder Woman or um, Nobody, because that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Nobody. I did like that. Yeah. Movie. Oh, um, speaking of episodic, how do you, how'd you like Invincible? I thought that was great. The, especially how it ended. Yeah. Uh, the season. Mm-hmm. That was, that was insane. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the whole series, like I told, like, I just went to watch the first episode cause I was like, again, hearing mixed things, but I, I I don't go off of reviews that much, but because there's so much content out there, sometimes they trick you into like 
believing in the reviews. Like, you don't want to follow them. You just want to check it out for yourself. But um, I wasn't too keen on the art style at first. Like, I don't like that simplistic art style. But it works. It works for the show. So anyway, I, honestly, I actually, I actually kind of like that art style. It kind of well, it grew me like on me the, because the old... I only saw like the stills before. Like I never even watched the right, trailer right. for the show. So then I finally, you know, I watched the first episode. I was like, "Holy shit, I got to keep watching!" And it just like it's like I refer to it as Breaking Bad as not as plot, but as the fact that it grabs you and always leaves off on a cliffhanger that you're just like, "I got to find out what's going on." And so, like the last few episodes, I was like up to like late at night, way later than I should have, especially with kids where they can wake you up at any time, uh, trying to, trying to finish it, just like trying to watch it. I was like, oh man, gotta watch this. And yeah, it was good. It's really, really good. Very surprised. The only thing that I could ruin this is if they just go way the hell, um, crazy with the second and third season. Cause they've been renewed for three seasons. So from from my understanding, well, while the the while the show itself did take liberties from the comics, like I'm pretty sure the whole like Justice League stand-in getting annihilated in the first episode yeah. happens later on in the series in the comics. Sure, uh, I think that since the comics is basically complete, uh, no, it's complete. It's completed the whole thing. I'm pretty sure uh, they can just like. Re- pick and choose how to follow that storyline. It's not going to be exactly the same, mm-hmm. but they, it's not like going to be a Game of Thrones situation where it's like, oh, we need to figure something out. Right. Because they, they have a roadmap. Yeah, well, that's uh, good. And That helps with everything, and keep if, everything level it, and, you know, not exactly. too, too crazy. And, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the events in the show did follow along with what happens in the comics. Like, uh, maybe not... Precisely because, you know, just like I mentioned, they mix some stuff around, but, uh, I, I think, I think he does fight his father there in the, uh, in the comics as well. Like, I'll, spoiler, but you know, it's a show about us talking about, about entertainment. Yeah. You know, we're going to give you spoilers, you know, yeah. just my bad, but it's, it's, it's to be expected. What are we going to talk about (laughs) if we can't give you spoilers? Hey, we watched this thing. I'm not going to say anything. And I mean, by the time this comes out anyway, people are going to be interested in, you know, if they've seen it, they've seen it already most because the way we No, but I, I, I do want to give them like spoiler warnings because some people, I think it's recent enough where, uh, uh, people are interested in it and they want to hear people's opinions on it, but uh, they don't want to be spoiled with something specifically. So I want to say this is a spoiler point. Uh, If you don't want to hear spoilers, skip to a minute ahead or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I I, I do like to do that as well because um, I mean, for this show too, I I stumbled upon it because, you know, it was in my, you know, it looked like comic book esque and I heard a lot about it anyway. So I wanted to watch it. Some people that, may not have that where it's like they don't even didn't even hear of it but they like like say the comic book aspect of things or the genre i would say check it out for sure not to spoil anything further but definitely check it out you're gonna enjoy it um it's one of those things you know one thing go ahead no i was i was about to say that uh uh it's one one thing that people are drawn to is how violent and explicit it is that's actually one thing about the show that I'm not too big on. Like it's gross sometimes, you know. Oh, it's purposely and gross so, for sure. 
it's purposely gross. That's the whole, that's like the point of it. It's not like, oh, uh, they, he just punched him into the moon. No, he punched his like skull in half and then mm-hmm. like ripped out his spleen. And that's a lot of the, and that's a lot of the thing that draws people to this show and to this comic is how, uh, Violent. explicit it is. Yeah. But the art exactly. style, you wouldn't even think like you look at the walking yeah, dead think. where it was like more gritty art style. Like this is like, you think it's just going to be in like, a cart, you know, like a normal anime slash cart. It's in that anime slash cartoon genre. It's like in between where it's not fully like an Japanese anime or a cartoon, but it's like in that middle it's a, it until seemed, the end of the first me, episode. Like, and then you're like, holy shit. <laughs> it, it reminds me of a very, uh, very polished and high quality 90s cartoon, like a, like the old x-men or the gargoyles shows mm-hmm. it kind yeah. of reminds me of that kind of art style that's why i'm really i like have an affinity for it. i really right. like it yeah. because it reminds me of like those kind of shows yeah. uh, but it's also unlike those shows which were very rough sometimes and very basic yeah this one is a little more detailed and and clean yeah um it, so it, i'm very i'm a big fan if you're a fan of the boys which is live action yes you're yeah. gonna like this show a lot <laughs> Actually, speaking of, so I saw this one post uh, about people were saying, uh, which one do you prefer? And it showed like four shows. It was The Boys, uh, Invincible, um, it, in, Umbrella Academy, and the last one was Jupiter Legacy, Jupiter's Legacy, which is a Netflix thing, I think. Okay. Um, I don't know if Never you've watched that yet. No, I haven't. It's also a comic book uh, adaptation. What's the Umbrella Academy? And, oh, that's um, the Umbrella Academy. That's with uh, I haven't seen it, but Ellen Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen right. Page is uh is in there, and it's very good. I watched I watched the show. I liked it a lot. Uh, so if you get a chance, I think it's on Netflix. You give it a shot. But uh, just Jupiter's Legacy was one that I didn't hear of until I saw this post because I was like, I liked all three of those shows. So maybe I'll like this show. And honestly, it you could it's it's kind of it looks like it's a bit less lower budget than the other ones. But it it's got a charm to it and it's very different. It's it's about like uh the old heroes are passing on like they're trying to pass on the torch to their kids or to the next generation. Uh the main character, I forget what his name is or what his hero name is. This is an but anime. He, he's like or an old... is, is this the live action? Live action. It's, oh, the, okay. It, I know it's what you're talking action. about. Yeah, it's got the guy with the long hair. Long hair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, and it's and I do like it a lot. I only watched like the I think the first uh, four episodes, uh, but it's very good. It's it's I, I I wouldn't put it above the other three on that list. I, for me, I think it's uh, you know I don't know where to put. The boys and Invincible. I think they like it's probably and neck a palate me, but... cleanser in between, maybe right. Like if you were didn't want like the crazy hardcore, would you? Would you? I mean, call... it's it's kind of it's it's it, it does have its moments. Also, I it, it wouldn't. It's not very. Uh, um, it's not like it's it's not as intense as the boys or the or Invincible, but it it. I, I remember somebody gets his face punched in. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's that's where I th- I think I'd put it underneath Umbrella Academy and Un- Umbrella Academy underneath the Boys and Invincible, which are tied for me right now. Maybe the Boys just because I've seen more of it. There's two seasons, mm-hmm. 
but uh, Invincible is very good. Yeah. So that's my recommendation to you is to give a shot to either Umbrella Academy or Jupiter's Legacy whenever you get the chance. Yeah. Okay. Because those are uh, very good. Cool. I'll have to. I'll have to check that out because I'm almost done with Harley Quinn. So I think my uh, episodic TV is running out. I gotta find something else to watch. Maybe I'll check that out. How long are the episodes? Right, like exactly. forty minutes. I I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe maybe forty minutes. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched them like split up throughout the week, but I, I didn't pay attention to the runtime. Mm-hmm. But uh, if if it doesn't catch you in the first episode, it might not catch you. So you can probably okay. just give it up. But yeah, it's one of those shows I think where you know you don't have to wait a few episodes to see where it's going. Like you just be like, okay, I like this in the first episode. I like it. And if you don't like it in the first episode, you probably not gonna. It's probably not for you. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's good to know because sometimes people are like, "No, it gets better," you know. So at least that's good. I don't have to. Yeah, stick and I kind of. And honestly, in, 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 in there's a lot of stuff where it does get better. I just hate it because now I have to waste time, like sifting through the murk. Yeah. To get to where it gets better, and you know it's time i could spend watching something i'll actually enjoy right yeah like harley quinn that's, that's the one thing oh i'm glad you like harley quinn though that's good yeah i actually just watched uh the episode where uh uh it was i think it's called harley's highway or something yeah and that's that when they're trying to like catch scarecrow mm-hmm. and that was that was well i think that's my favorite episode so far i like when the old guy it's... turns into the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that was hilarious plus plus the whole thing reminds me of like uh Anything that's like a car battle, I'm super into just because okay. of Mad Max. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's, and then the whole thing was just hilarious, especially they, there's like, okay, there's going on Harley's highway. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that she's like, uh, I, I don't know. I know she's like referenced. She wants a highway throughout the series. And then they actually did it. Yeah. Because, because I guess because of the whole ransom thing. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. But uh, but it was it was the funniest shit that they actually have this, yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing where a psycho picks up the weapons cache and he's like, taxpayer money actually paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest shit. Yeah, no, I'm glad you like it because I, I I thought you would like that show for sure. It's it's funny. It's it it like pokes yeah. fun at bat at like the Batman universe and, but at the same time like it's good humor too and it's like it is good. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, like I said, the uh, first the first episode, like you said, you were you were hooked hooked right away. But in my head, I thought it was gonna be like, not like one continuous story. I thought it was just gonna be like individual episodes. Because speaking of how let's just say violent the uh, Invincible is, this one just like is in your face, like swear words and like right in there, like gritty and like bang. And uh, it threw me off at first because I was like, whoa, whoa, what's like I. It seemed like they were trying too hard. Like, that's what I was afraid they were right. going to do. But it's really not, like, if you get past the first episode and, like, you realize it's one continuous story and you realize that, no, it, it the whole thing is, like, supposed to be that. And it's just, it's funny. And I you, you were mentioning they kind of make, like, um, like, they make fun of Batman, but... They actually let him off pretty like he's still Batman. Like even though no, they, yeah. they they, pay, they poke fun and there's like humor to him or humor to like it's not he's humorous, it's just the whole like things around him are humorous. Um but they don't like it's he's still Batman, which I which I do appreciate. 
and uh yeah no they definitely they kept his like personality but like the way he interacts with these characters is very silly sometimes like remember the batman the, the robin episode where he harley was trying to not have robin as her her like the, adversary yeah and then batman's just giving him the talk about how he needs to be ready to have like the an adversary that'll yeah. be there for the rest of his life yeah well i thought and that then was robin's like <clears throat> Yeah, it was funny, and it, yeah, but Robin, yeah. but Batman wasn't like being overly silly. It's just uh, he, the whole situation itself was silly, and yeah. the whole he was talking about this like it was a relationship. Yeah, because it's like a, it's the da- like a romantic relationship. It's his, it's his son. It's Damien, right? So, and it's funny, and I love how because if you watch like the animated movies from W, uh, not WB, but the DC universe, like they give Damien like a real serious like voice and like cool voice and this one like he literally sounds like he's five years old so that that to me is hilarious he's got them sweet potato <laughs> sweet potato pie or something yeah I don't know. it was it was very funny it is funny but and i still like but, uh like bane's voice cracks me up and i love clay faces uh over the top like everything is just over the top <laughs> acting there was there was a point in like one of the most recent episodes I just watched where uh, they they kind of split up for a little bit because Harley messed up and they're all mad at her. Yeah, and uh, she was trying to like gather them up again. And Clayface was working for the Riddler, but when the Riddler was trying to give out his riddles, Clayface kept like also stalking and <laughs> yeah. messing him up. Yeah, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Yeah, he's great. It, it's it's a really good show. So cool. I'm glad yeah. you like it. They're they're, they're all. <laughs> They're all very. They're all so funny. All the characters in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one thing I I just I I hope they give Gordon a bit more a, a, a bit more you know a bit more love because they really did him dirty. They did do him dirty <laughs> in yeah. that show. No season two. They as watch when you watch season two, you'll you'll be happy. They uh, they help him out a little bit. So, but yeah, that, right. that was the one thing that threw that's, me off. Like Gordon, I was like, "Whoa, this is nuts!" Like I'm used to, I'm used to a Gordon that's you know a little more well put together, and this one is just like over the top. But yeah, he's yeah. he's like he's like losing his mind. His his best friend is Batman, who doesn't see him as a best friend, just as a work partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his wife's like cheating on him, and yep. and he he doesn't have anyone to talk to, so he talks to Clayface's hand. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, they do them better. They get yeah, it's cool. You'll appreciate it, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. So, I will. I, I like I like Gordon a lot in a in a lot of a lot of the depictions of him. Yeah. So I it was it was it was a bit hard to see him like it that. Was, but it was still it was. funny. It was, I was still like, funny. I was like, I get all the other characters, but this one I don't get. But then, a it war it like it, it grew on me, and then b, um. Like he's still he's still the same Gordon in season two, but I don't want to spoil anything. But it just uh, just watch it. It they give him more time to right. shine. I'll put it that. I'll give you that. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, well I'm looking forward to it. But he, even then, he's he doesn't show up enough to like be like, oh man, I can't believe they did this to him again. Yeah, you know I think he's only been like two episodes so far. Yeah, but uh, even even when he is being like clowned on he's being he's it's funny so i don't i don't mind it too much i'm not taking it too seriously yeah. like this isn't the same gordon that was in the the dark knight returns <laughs> this is that's a that's a so, different gordon this is a whole new gordon oh yeah 
You know, one thing about Gordon that I I never read this comic, but apparently he was a Batman at one point, right? Did you read this? No, I didn't. I didn't. Like they they did they did a storyline where he became a Batman, and I think he has a mohawk. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. No, I I never read it, but I I saw uh, I saw something about really this. weird. <laughs> I, th- I don't think I'm it, ready. It for does that. sound weird. I don't think I'm ready for that Gordon yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I I haven't read it, and I don't really intend to read it anytime soon. But I'm kind of interested in what they do. And if it's good, <laughs> because that's, that's crazy. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so and I, I'm not. I think it might have been the, in the same like series where they do all those like the the different Batman, like the evil Batman. I guess you know. There's the yeah. the drowned and like the Batman who laughs. Oh, so it's like, like it's like the bat the the metal the Batman uh, metal Batman or whatever it is. Maybe I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the same series, but uh, yeah, I was trying to read into I know, it because I, I was I was trying to um, Greg uh, Pulo, I think that's the artist who right did all that stuff. Um, awesome artist, and he works with Todd McFarlane on like Spawn stuff. But I was trying to like read into that, um, like the man who laughs and that Batman because it's like uh, again when we we're talking earlier about different. Like uh, different versions of characters from, you know, different decades and whatever. Um, but this storyline's like really, really crazy, and it just like goes all over the place. And like you said, there's an evil Batman, um, <clears throat> and then like a crazy Joker, and then or, or Batman becomes the man who laughs, which is basically Batman becomes Joker. Um, is that what happens? I thought it was just like the Joker becomes Batman. I'm not sure if it's like no, Batman becomes uh, Joker. the Joker. Batman goes to kill the Joker finally, or whatever happens. But like the Joker has like a, a toxin or something weird that he injects with into Batman. And he, oh shit, did they do the Arkham thing, the the Arkham Arkham City thing, where he like they inject Batman with like a serum, like the laugh serum or something? Oh, um, that was a thing. In the I games, think it's right? something like that. But this like. It, it drives him like slowly crazy and then he just like slowly kills all his all his allies like he slowly becomes like the like the crazed next joker um from what i was reading i mean it sounds really crazy and then there's like a whole uh it's a whole weird story man you got to look into it i can't i can't do it justice by no, even it, like trying to to remember what i read but there's it it gets nuts so basically i remember he, i did try I, I remember I did. There was a period when I was like looking into that stuff because it is such a crazy concept, mm-hmm. and it, it was like a whole bunch of different characters are Batman. There, I think one of them. Well, I know, I know one of them is called the Drowned, and it was like a woman who has like Aquaman powers. I think, or like she like does surgery on herself to become like Aquaman. Oh, really? Or something, but she's also Batman. Wow. Uh, so I, I don't know. I didn't read that, but maybe it's a different thing. But that sounds crazy. I think it's part of the that bat metal thing. It could know. be because there's like a whole like it gets like there's I think there's like different demons or something. I can't even do it justice. I, I don't even want to. I talk. vaguely. I can't I even talk about because I feel like I'm just butchering even what it could be. But it's it it seems I, really yeah. cool. I should I should actually it does yeah. see if I can get my hands on that storyline because I think it's over. Yeah, they probably I think it came to an end. They pr- they probably have an omnibus somewhere. <laughs> probably. Those things are expensive, though, man. I was trying to look into a few of them just to, like, check yeah. out. And they're, like, 
well uh, like into the hundreds. You got to wait for when uh, Amazon's doing their book sales. I think they did one recently where it's like 20% off, like two or more books. Yeah, I saw or that if, actually. Or, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. But at the same time, I was like, do uh, I really want to, because you buy one in that you, category. You, and then they- You get, don't really want want it. You can, you can, you can get it cheaper on, probably if you get a deal on like comics, comicsology, you can get it digitally. But mm. I like having the physical copy of stuff, but it also takes up space and is more expensive. Yeah. Um, one thing, like like also, if you do want to buy a like with all those those compendiums or omnibus <laughs> books a million, uh, when I was in my I need to buy all these Avatar comic phases, <laughs> I went to books a million. They had a sale where it was like buy two get one free, and plus they had like a discount on top of that. And I think I spent like a hundred and twenty dollars on like these six like hardcover. Uh, collections. Oh, nice. That's not bad. Which is a significant discount. Yeah, I'm pretty say, sure. Not bad at all. Yeah. Um. I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, but well, like, yeah, you just go go there and wait until they have a sale, and they'll probably have the Batman Who Laughs or the Batmetal collection. Are they still around? There, because I I haven't been there since before the. <laughs> literally, I think like I a month before everything shut down last year. So. Hopefully, because I, I like that store if... a lot. I like bookstores. I wish I wish they wouldn't go away. Like, they turned our uh, the nearest Barnes and Noble into a Starbucks. Like they yeah. tore down the building and then, or they rebuilt the building. I don't know. I used to spend a lot of time at um, because by the mall by us there used to be the place by the Christmas tree shop that used to be a, a bookstore, and I used to go there and just I... like browse and. Uh, I, I I remember a long time ago around here there was a Borders in the mall, and that's where I used to get all of my manga and, and other books. Uh, and then I think that shut down was replaced by a rug store. <laughs> so now that's fantastic. <laughs> well, it's like our the DVD or the move the only movie store in the mall turned into an eyeglass store, and it's like right. so sad because th- that store had all these cool DVDs like out of print DVDs that, and stuff like that. They were expensive, that place. That's the only problem. But that, Yeah, was... that store actually had a lot of stuff that I would not expect to find anywhere. I think that when that was around, I was I was like into a phase where I was buying uh, UFC and Pride FC DVDs. And that's like, uh, where would you find Pride? <laughs> like Pride is like a fighting championships that used to exist in Japan. Oh yeah, that uh, that was like the it was like the biggest the biggest thing in the world. Everyone was going there, all the stars. UFC was in America, but they had they're like they weren't as big as Pride. But Pride fell eventually because of corruption and Yakuza involvement. So oh, nice, <laughs> that, which is a crazy story. <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying why would I would never have expected Pride to be on the shelf in a mall in in New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that was... Um, so that was cool. Down the shore, uh, there was a mall down there, like Suncoast. They had a store, Suncoast, that had, like, the same thing. They had some, like... I found... I have it, the DVD. I bought it because I had to buy it. And it was a Japanese uh, or, or Chinese um, martial arts film called uh, The um, the Flying Guillotine. And it was about a martial artist that had, like, a, a weapon where he would throw it in, like, uh, decapitate people but the whole movie was awesome it's just like it reminded me it had like 
Street Fighter character like people in it before even Street Fighter was even a thing. And uh, it's a really wild movie. It's really cool. Or it's the Master of the Flying Guillotine. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's just, I, it's just I, crazy. I remember. Yeah, I used to be really into those like like B movie martial B movie martial arts stuff. Yeah. Like I remember, like you know the the substitute. Have you ever seen the substitute? No. It's, it's just like uh, I I I remember it's a guy that be, that's like a substitute teacher in like a like a school. It's it's one of those films. It's not a martial arts like, movie, or is it? It's a martial arts movie. Is it? Okay. He like beats people up, but uh. Oh, also there was one I keep remembering. Oh, wait, this one. A, I think was, I've talked to you. That wasn't a that wasn't a Chinese movie. Was that an actual English? movie? No, it was it was an English movie. I see. I, I think movie. I've seen it a long time ago. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, it was it was an American movie, not not a Chinese one. But I've seen some I've seen some Asian uh, films also. But the ones that really stick with me are the are the like the Western attempts at replicating those movies. Mm-hmm. Like also, I remember this one movie. I've talked to you about this before, like back during Cartridge Blast days, because this this stuck with me so much. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but it was like uh, a, a group of of like stereotypical like uh, like uh, bad guys, like thieves. Not stereotypical, I, I guess. Like you know, the guys that you would expect to be like the big rich rich guys that have like the class, those kind of bad guys. Yeah, they all gathered up and they have like a score or something. And they 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 all seal it away and they lock it and they take the key and melt it down into like a mold. Uh, then they put that mold into like a plastic pizza. So the <laughs> so they split that plastic pizza between like the, the the seven or eight of them, and so they can only make the key again if all of them are gathered together to put the pizza together and make the key. <laughs> And that guarantees that they will not betray each other. Right. And that movie was goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> what the hell is that concept? Uh, that's <laughs> it funny. was so funny. That that's that that bit just that that's the bit of that movie that stuck with me. I don't even remember too much about what happens later on, but that movie. I think I'm, I hope I still have it. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? I don't, but I'll, I'll figure it out, I'll, and I'll get back to you <laughs> because it was, it's funny. Wow, it's, it's funny, and it's it's what, and I think also it's like one of those eighties, nineties movie styles, you know? Yeah. And everyone's very white, of course, in, in that movie, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But geez, I was I was in that whole uh, I was in a whole uh, a scene back then where I was just like watching those B movies. Yeah, I would find them in like the. I would find them in like the the carts and in those those baskets at Walmart or something, mm-hmm. and they're, where it's like buy buy it for like a dollar yeah. or two dollars yep. or something. Yeah, you realize and, and, that uh, they're on a they're in a bargain for a reason. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, um, but uh, a lot of them a lot of them are there are actually do have some some value just because they're so funny. Oh sure, <laughs> well that was the yeah. thing we used to watch. Like really terrible low budget horror movies that were you know the so bad they're good movies and yeah that's uh, that's always fun you go out and buy like the big like fifty movie box sets because it's yeah. only like twenty bucks because <laughs> the movies are like so so very low budget yeah and also you could also find good 
Asian movies, like foreign martial arts movies, you can find the good ones in those baskets because a lot of these people don't like to watch things that are not in English. <laughs> you know, a lot of yeah, these uh, moviegoers. So yeah. they're like, oh, I'm not going to buy this. So that ends up in these baskets. And then you watch them. They're like, hey, that's that's a Jackie Chan movie. What's that dude, doing in here? <laughs> dude, Jackie Chan is always good. I love Jackie Chan. Like, dude, yeah. it, just his his work ethic and just him as a, like, you know, performer and right. director and storyteller. It's just, gosh. Like, I just wanted to be Jackie Chan, to be able to do all his martial arts and acrobats and yeah, all I, that stuff. I'm a, and I'm a, it's awesome. Yeah, I also like Jackie Chan a lot. And the one thing that kind of bummed me out, though, was was when he said that he didn't like, I don't. I think he's, I, I think he said this. He didn't like doing the Rush Hour movies or he didn't want to do any more because uh, I, I don't remember exactly why. But I, I think he didn't have a positive experience with Rush Hour. And, that, and I was like, oh, man, I really like Rush Hour. Yeah. Well, Rush, so, yeah, uh, I think, um, I mean, the thing is with him, because when, when he does a movie, um, uh, especially in, in their uh, Chinese way of making film, he will do a stunt like a hundred something times, just say, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, like a move. He's going to flip a chair to hit somebody, choreograph move. He'll do that as many times as he needs to to get the shot versus America where they'll like do two takes of it and be like, okay, we got to move on. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post or something like that. And Jackie Chan was, you know, he's always on set right like early. He's on set early, ready to go, has everything going on. And, um, I mean, the only thing that I heard was, like, him and Chris Tucker were, are really good friends, but Chris Tucker would always, like, show up late and, like, barely make it on time when Jackie's already been there, like, two hours before he was supposed to be there, like, ready to go. Because, you know, Jackie's very professional. Like, he's, you know, their style and, uh, and I guess uh, the way they make it is, like, you know, every it's very professional, very serious. And um, so that's, that's his way. That's the only thing I heard negative was that uh, – you know, it was very different because, you know, he's very, like, he's used to having, like, serious stuff or, or a serious way of doing it. And then when he comes here, there was, uh, you know, like, the main star is late and, you know, just, I guess, I don't know. But that was it. Yeah. Because uh, that's what Well, that's e- what I either way, I does does he still do movies? Because I haven't heard anything. Yeah, he does. Uh... Well, he did. he did the one movie where his, like, daughter was killed and he became like a terrorist or something right i i didn't see that one i should watch that one I, that one probably looks good i i that was a while ago but uh i watched it and i did like it but uh i think there's probably one that i haven't made seeing it anything to, since then yeah i probably they probably haven't come out on this uh in the western coast yet because he uh you know the stuff that he does is all in um you know chinese or mandarin or whatever uh, i would say Right. And so, because if you look at his IMDb, I'm sure it's like a list of all these things that he's been doing. So actually, I, I, yeah, I actually just watched one of his, um, his, uh, like first, the movie called Police Story. That's like an older, I think that was on HBO Max. I saw that, believe it or not, thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's one of his first ones. And that's actually has one of the stunts where he said, like, he got like destroyed his hands. Cause he was uh, in a mall <laughs> and he was at the top level and like the stunt required him to slide all the way down a pole of like lights and Ooh. 
he they they had like all the cameras set up and he did it once and in the movie you see him like go to do it and he like screams first and then does it and then like um he slides down it and then you find out later through um documentaries and stuff he actually yelled because he had to like pump himself to do it cuz he was only going to get one shot at it and when he was done like he landed like his hands were like literally like third degree burns and like glass and stuff were in his hands, so um, jeez, or in his body I should say because he's sliding down a pole, and uh, but it's crazy, man. I like the outtakes that you see on and the end of every one of his movies where he's like he's always getting injured, but he just keeps on going and going and going, and that's like that's like awesome. Like, I he I don't know if he would ever get an Oscar. Did he get an Oscar? Oscar? Or a lifetime achievement award? He, I I think he did, but I don't I don't really follow those awards too much, so I don't I don't really know who has one. The only I remember the only time I knew somebody didn't have an award was when everyone was talking about Le, uh, DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. dur- during uh that one bear movie. <laughs> yeah, the re- yeah. Reverend uh, Revenant Revenant or whatever it's yeah, but um no Jackie Chan I mean he's just lifetime achievement award for sure. He's just, uh, just fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has like a ton of awards in like his home country. Like they they have their own award ceremonies, probably. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I don't know if offhand, but, but I'm sure. But because a lot of these, because one thing I don't like about a lot of uh, American award shows shows is they have like best. They actually changed it recently, where like I I know. Um, I know that one that one Korean movie. I keep, I can't, it's escaping my name the name right now, but uh, that one like best film. Parasite? But usually those foreign language films, Parasite. Yes, it's I a never great movie. I never you, saw. I don't it. know if you watched yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta watch that. I heard it was really good. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing, but uh, it's but a lot of those foreign language films are like categorized into one category, and that's like foreign film. Yeah, it's... and I was like, okay. That's <laughs> doesn't make much sense. Some of those are some of those are action films. Some of those are dramas, you know. So it's it's not very uh, inclusive of, of foreign films. But I guess uh, that's changed more more recently. You know, at least a couple, at least years ago, when Jackie Chan was more active, maybe uh, it just that wasn't the case. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. But uh, now Parasites won. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't follow that stuff film. either. The, honestly, the only Oscars I think I ever watched in my entire life or or award show was to see if Heath Ledger was going to make or win the Oscar for Dark Knight. Um and that was it. And cuz it's all I, I don't know. I just I find all that stuff fake, you know? It's basically just like who you know and Really, it's basically just uh, it's a pay grade. So if you if you get an Oscar, that means you probably get a raise in money because now when they put your name on a poster, now you're an Oscar winner. Exactly, it could be like <laughs> featuring Oscar winner, blah 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 blah. So it kind of uh, ups your your salary a little bit there. Yeah, I don't like watching those films, those uh, award ceremonies. I, I if I am interested in something, I'll look it up on Google or something. Like, oh, did it win? Uh, like the day after, but when I'm watching, when I've watched like those, those, uh, award ceremonies clips and stuff, it just seems like a whole bunch of rich people yeah. just like patting each other on the back, right, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. they seem so like removed 
mm-hmm. from real life. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not really interested in what you have to say, mm-hmm. but I liked your movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you. But um, that's just that's just one. That's just uh, a way I see it. A lot of people have fun watching these things and that's fine. You know, it's it, some some people might say that my opinion is stupid and I agree <laughs> because this isn't really a serious thing. It's an award ceremony. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. But uh, it's it's not fun for me because these guys are, are just like Spider-Man in the newest Marvel movies. He's <laughs> he's a, a crony to the big tech. There you go. <laughs> you know, I don't know. The. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's just... Brought, uh, that, brought I mean, that full circle. I guess it's good for the industry. Like I said, at least then you know who's... But I don't know. At the same time, I feel like it's whoever shook the most hands or ever had, you know, butt-kissing. I, I, I feel like I remember, butt-kissing. Because uh, it says, like, who who definitely. votes for that? Who votes for that? It's No, they no. I, I remember I saw something about, how about like, the people that vote for it. And a lot of them... Uh, a, a lot of them are, like... It's such a flawed system because these people are like, okay, I'm supposed to vote for this, but I don't really want to watch it, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, uh, that's the, that's how it is. Uh, I, I think somebody I, I saw an article one time about somebody talking about how they're not a big fan of animated movies, but he's supposed to be like judging on these. So that's obviously right there is a knock against the animated movie on the in the judging scores, right? So that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I, I don't know who these people are, but they're not professionals. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this is a thing I, I have to do now. <laughs> and maybe I get, maybe they get paid for it. I don't know. But maybe it's like a, like a producer or something. Maybe it's like a people in like the, pro, like producers in Hollywood or family members or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's weird. And I, and that's why I don't take, take it, take it for granted, take it, uh, take it seriously is because uh these movies that should have won probably weren't given the right chance right during the voting voting sessions yeah. you know exactly like spider-man into the into the spider-verse that should be a best film <laughs> best movie did that didn't that win a good movie. for like animated or something did that win anything should i don't know okay i don't pay attention all right but i should have if it, it, it should have all around Oscars all around. Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road should have been best picture in 2016 or something. I don't it's the know. best looking one. I don't know if it it, it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> I have to pay attention. Yeah. But it should have. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. But um. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I just don't know who's voting for him. So it's it's all fake. It's all like to me it's fake. Maybe it's not to those involved, but I pay no attention to it. I. Yeah. It's, that's, it's a way to. It, it's a way to promote the, their their movies to people. You know, everyone yeah. gets hyped about Oscar season, and then all those. That's it's funny how like uh, Oscar season's coming up, and then all these specific types of movies that are specifically made to win an Oscar. Yeah, like really like heart wrenching historical things. You know, like the the stuff that'll get the tears flowing. Yeah, that's what comes out before Oscar season. And then and, and then, then you like watch that once. Then they re release some into theaters or wherever again and be like for your consideration so it's like hey for your consideration yeah check this movie out again you know yeah Add it to the one list. of those things i one of those things i've noticed about these movies is that uh they're so they're good they're good movies and they're very emotional and the actors are great and act, the, they do a great job but when you watch it one time 
you know, when it comes out for Oscar season, you never want to watch it again. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like a game with no replayability. Right. You know, it, it shows up. You watch it. You're like, oh, that was pretty good. It's uh, really emotional. And then like two weeks later, you forget completely about it and you don't. I've seen so many of these and I don't remember them, you know? Well, there's a few um, out there that I think I, I, I'm sure I watch like, um, like Forrest Gump for some, like, I, I think that won a bunch of Oscars and that's one of those movies where if it's on, like, I don't care where it is in the movie. Like I just, it's one of those movies where I just stop and start watching. It's like Jaws, wherever Jaws is, like Jaws is my favorite movie ever so far. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And, but Forrest Gump is a fantastic movie. And uh, it's just one of those things where it's like wherever wherever it is in the story, if it's on, like I just gotta start watching it from that point on. But um, and and just to clarify, I'm not I'm not saying that these movies are the like the Oscar winners. They, I'm saying these movies, and you'll probably uh, know what they are. I, I can't give you any titles, but they're like movies that specifically come out because of Oscar season. Yeah. Uh, in, in like that specific time period, the uh, time frame where these movies are emotionally driven, very heavy stories that'll like that'll make you think, but they're not gonna stick with you. Right. Because they're, they're just they're there to get you. To, yeah, exactly. Uh and though in movies like Forrest Gump, I wouldn't consider that to be the case. It wasn't made just to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh but a lot of these movies, I, 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 I'm like mad. I can't come up with a title. I know it's, uh, but it, it, it's like very heavy movies. Uh, you probably, if you're, if you're listening to this, you probably have one in mind or a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. I can't. There's movies that like I'm crashing because when Netflix first came out, I used to, I used to do the. Um, the actual physical renting one. And then uh, like every, whatever days you go. And I was like, all right, so the Godfather, I got to watch the Godfather. I got to watch all the Godfathers. I got to watch uh, whatever is really good. Like, you know, you have a list of really good movies and, and then you watch them and exactly it. Like, you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was good. But would I watch it again? Like you kind of just put it in your, your memory bank and be like, uh, Jonah, you okay? You look like you're very, very concerned. No, over I was, here. I was, I'm like a little confused because I'm looking at the my audacity timer on the bottom right and it says 31 hours. It's just so I'm very confused what that's about. It's been going on. And I'm like looking at <laughs> that I'm looking at the uh the uh the thing going like going across and it's like and it's also 31 hours and I'm just like that's strange and I don't know how to fix that when i'm trying to export it don't <laughs> worry about that john i'm not 30 hours is great i'm not it takes it's it takes so long to get to export this uh for when it's two hours so i'm a, i'm confused and a little bit a little bit anxious <laughs> what i'm gonna do this podcast like, uh, took a crazy turn to we started talking about Oscars, yeah, I, but then I, bam, we're talking about audio and and all that. Then real life, real life happened. Real life, real happened. life happened. <laughs> I just looked over. I'm like, wait a second, that's not right. What? Nah, that's probably a weird time code. The only thing I could think of is your uh, your starting point was way over. Then uh, I don't know. I I started this fresh. Like it was there was wasn't it thirty a hours thing ago up there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I started right before the stream. And I think this has been going for an hour and 33 minutes right now. I just checked my, uh, what's it yep. called? Logic. logic. Yeah. We got it. Um, it's an hour and 30 minutes so far. Don't worry about it, right, Jonah. So, um, <laughs> let it, let it so roll. for the best. Let it roll. Let it rip. See what happens. <laughs> Not you have yeah, a lot okay. of editing to do before you hand me the file. Exactly, and I and I hope I know how to do that. Um, you will learn. Revenant, Revenant might have been one of those movies made to make to get an award, because I remember that was like a big conversation around that the whole time. Yeah, and you know, and it fits fits the bill. It's it's heavy, it's uh, violent, emotional, revengeance. I don't know. Plus, I don't really think about it all too much now. Yo, I, I remember I saw it at the time, and I was like, that was pretty cool. One and done. I guess. <laughs> and it won. And it won. And I'm pretty sure it only won because it became a huge thing uh, media-wise. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, will he finally get this award? Right. Because you look at uh, I don't th- like the Wolf of Wall Street and movies like that where, you know, he... I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I started watching it. But besides the point, like, he did a really good job in that movie. And uh, he didn't win in that movie. So, um, at least I'm pretty sure he did. Wait, which is crazy. Wolf of Wall Street, I think, is pretty memorable. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, from the parts I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he was... Com- I don't know what he was competing against to to have lost, you know? I don't so, know. I'm sure it was I don't know. probably... Uh, uh, who was that one that always wins? Um, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. She always wins. So, she was probably doing something. Yeah. She probably did like a probably little, doing Mamma Mia. That or the rev the revengeance. She probably just did like a Facebook update and people were like, whoa, give her an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. But that's My, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he he might have been I mean he does you know, he does a good job though. In that movie he did a good job too. So I, I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like No, he like these movies, I'm not saying that they're bad, it's just that they're very uh they're not memorable. Right. They're not like something I'm not that... a professional reviewer. I'm not a professional reviewer. I can't say exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but in, in, like, your, clearly, in so. your opinion, you're basically saying it's not something that I'm going to have to like put on every year and be like, I got to watch this once a year. Like, that's the kind of movie this is. It's just one of those where it's like, yeah, it, you know, it was cool. It was cool. It's good. Like a one and yeah, done. Yeah, and I mean, and at the time, because they are so heavy topics-wise, like they're very... Like I, some of them, some of them like uh, are are like have to do with like historical events that are very serious. Yeah. Uh, and these are then they make you like feel bad, and well, that's sad it. Those are the ones that mad. like you're saying. Those are the ones that are made for awards. Like those are the ones that are purposely trying to win awards versus like just trying to make a fun or not even fun, but a good movie. Like those right, are the ones exactly. where like are written specifically, and you have all those emotions. Like you're gonna, all, like you, f- they're trying to get the audience to feel every emotion they could possibly feel, and like really drive it in there, to where the point where right. you might not even be having a good time watching the movie, and then they'll be like, yeah, but the performance was so amazing. Give them an Oscar, and it's like, but I didn't care for the movie. Like the story was so depressing. Like why? But I, I want to give Mad Max an Oscar, even though... Dude, it had a car wasn't... with a giant sand tornado in the back, a flaming car with a guy shredding on, on a guitar. I mean, come on. 
That visual alone should have won. That should have blocked out the next five years at least. Exactly. Like, you know what? It's closed. Five years, they won. Just give it to them. Just give it to them right now. You know, you know that that just brought brought to my to my mind. No one ever talks about Baby Driver anymore, and I love Baby Driver. I really enjoyed and Baby Driver when you it, told me about that. I think I don't know if Carmine. You definitely told me, but I don't know if Carmine saw it too, because this was our during our cartridge blast experience but um yeah you said you saw baby driver and go check it out and i checked it out and that's that's one of those movies where like you will remember and i actually remember i I was like that was one of those movies i had to show steph i was like i think you're gonna really like this because it's just it was cool it was really well done and it's just uh like yeah because it's all the music like everything is music driven in that and it's it's just really cool and they do their a lot of their scenes very artistically, like that opening scene where he got like the the coffee. Yeah, where he's like going through the city, yeah, uh, with the music on. Mm-hmm. That was that was such a good opening scene. Yeah, uh, and it, it's such a shame how it's just not being like remembered now. And I feel like it might have to do a little bit with like the Kevin Spacey, uh, like uh, stuff that happened like a couple years yeah. ago. I mean, that's that's another topic. Cause, like, because I think that for like me, yeah, I'm not gonna go. I'm not going to go too into it, well, but you well, know, I was it happened s- like right after this movie. Yeah, true. Because I was going to say like for me, like a lot of people rip on uh, Tom Cruise as a person, but like for me, I I can, unless they do something really stupid and terrible, but for me, I'm pretty good with taking the actor out of the character because right. a lot of people are like, oh my God, don't ever see that person's movie. Don't ever see this movie. But um, that happened with... Um, uh, recently with uh, Jeepers Creepers, not recently, but it just in my head, I saw it on Twitter. Um, Jeepers Creepers, the director was like apparently a pedophile or whatever that they found out years later. Jesus. But you know what? Wait, is that is that the one with the Justin oh, Long? Is that the one with Justin Long? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good movie, but you know what? It's like not just like I'm not defending anyone's shitty actions like i'm not like oh well come on cut him a break no but what i'm saying is you know if you boy like for instance if you boycott something like that for one person like there's probably at least 50 plus people that worked on that project right and all those people should get credit for making that project if you boycott to see the movie or boycott whatever like you're taking those people's hard work and like flushing it down the drain, you know. Like I don't know if that even makes sense, but I don't know. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure something like that happened with uh, a movie. I'm not sure if this is the Kevin Spacey thing again, but I think he had a movie coming out, uh, and it ha- it was gonna be, or so or somebody that this situation happened to where it was like a, dis- a disgraced actor had a movie coming out and it was like canceled. Like like they, it was finished, ready to come out, and it canceled it. Because they're like, we're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna release I, this. I know what you're talking about, but I can't and, remember what it was, or something like and, that. And uh, and it, that was such a shame, not because I really want to see the movie, just because uh, I I I know there's a lot of people that worked on it. They're not gonna get bonuses or not gonna yeah. get. See, my uh, my whole thing is they should just make sure that person doesn't get paid, you know, and until they're proven guilty or whatever they have, you know, whatever the justice system, but. Everyone else should, like, the movie should be seen. People should still get, like, 
credit for working on a movie. You know, like think of all the, um, like the all the other actors in the movie and whatever. Like especially with uh, like Kevin Spacey, the directors, be like, listen, all the money you were gonna make, if this shit's true, you ain't getting a dime, and we're never gonna work with you again. But we, you know, they still should show the movie. And they should, you know, because it hurts so many people. You know, why punish? Yeah. Why punish the innocent? You know, that's that's my yeah, whole exactly. thing. And uh, you know, like for instance, like uh, Tom Cruise just seems like a crazy person in real life. But anyway, like I still think his movies are <laughs> freaking entertaining. You know, I like uh, the right. Mission Mission Impossible movies are crazy. Like he does his own crazy stunts. Uh, the Last Samurai. Was a pretty entertaining movie when it came out, um, but uh, yeah, like things like that. I try to remove the actual person from the actual character, you know, as best as when, possible. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Tom Cruise, every time I watch Mortal, uh, not Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, every time you I watch Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, every time I watch a Mission Impossible movie, I keep wanting more of Simon Pegg. Well, Simon Pegg, yeah, Cruise. of course. I mean, yeah, but. Who it's doesn't like want if I get more, more of Simon Pegg? <laughs> exactly. But if I get more of Simon Pegg in uh in Mission Impossible and less Tom Cruise, it's just a different movie. <laughs> so it is. Maybe I should just stop watching Mission Impossible See, and start like Simon, rewatching all the I feel like if Simon Pegg was in it more, it would slowly transition from Mission Impossible to Mission Possible. Starring Simon Pegg. <laughs> Mission <laughs> Exactly. That'd be great. Yeah, no, he yeah. Was, uh, and, and his mission is to just go to the grocery store. That's it. <laughs> Get some cornettos. So I don't. I don't know. What do you, What are your thoughts on like? Is that the same way with you? I feel like most people kind of do the same thing, but a lot of people out there well, really like, like separate separate the actor yeah. from like the the character. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I'm not going to stop liking Baby Driver because Kevin Spacey might have done a bad thing or is a bad person. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to ruin a film that I love. Uh, that much. Yeah. Like I love Baby Driver. No, it's such it was, a good movie. It really, it's unique, which is something that. That's what I. That's what I said. It was a very unique movie experience. Something that, you don't get often, like because yeah. everything kind of, goes in the same beats. But this was literally going at its own beat, and I like that. It was really exactly really it, cool. it. It, it really it didn't. Uh, like uh, like I mentioned earlier, Marvel movies a lot of them are formulaic. They have like a structure going in, mm-hmm. uh, and you know there's there's it plays out the way you expect it to play out. But Baby Driver was was uh, really did a lot of very unique things, and I lo- and I liked it for it. And and the things that it did do, it did very artistically, and it played the whole theme of music into the scenes very well, and I loved it. Yeah, that's... and I do not when I and I'm not going to let uh, my. Um, my opinion on the movie be changed by my opinion on an actor in the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it was like a movie I didn't like that much, I'd be like, okay, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but I like Baby Driver too much to uh, just give it up. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, speaking it's... speaking of Baby Driver, where the hell happened to Ansel Elgort? I haven't seen him in a while. Like the main character, he's like, he's Baby, but I've never seen him in a movie since then. I don't think. I don't know. And he was. Uh... Yeah, I, don't yeah, I think know. he did a pretty good job. No, he did a really good job. I, I, like you said, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure he was in something. I, ho- I hope he wasn't canceled. Also, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. 
it's it's like I don't want to keep track of everything that happens in Hollywood, but there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, I, I can't keep track of anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like whatever. Of, <laughs> like I'm gonna watch my movies, but I'm gonna focus on my video games. <laughs> there you go. I got my own life to worry about. I don't care what any exactly. of these other people are doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I care. Uh, know, speaking of, uh, doing bad do you have anything things. else to say about movies? Do I have anything else to say about movies? They're great. Keep watching them. <laughs> exactly. Keep watching them. Yeah. No. But let's uh, let's talk about any some game stuff if you have anything. Uh, I haven't I haven't picked up any games. Um, I was looking into the Mass Effect. Um, what is it? The Ultimate, or is that what it's the, called? The Legendary Edition. Legendary right? Edition. It just came out. Yeah. I know we talked a yeah. little bit last week about Mass Effect um, with that, but that's, you know, I'm interested in that, but I don't know if I'll be able to have time to play it for a while. Uh, trying they, to he, uh, come up with a schedule's been pretty hard these days, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Mass Effect's a pretty meaty series. Like, it's, it's pretty pretty long. I mean, I'm, I'm, I do a lot of the side stuff, mm-hmm. so I'm not even... Maybe if you just like fly through the game, you'll it's, be yeah. It's like, I tried quickly. to do that originally on the uh, with the original game because uh, uh, I think I have them. T- I think I have one and two. I forget, but anyway, <laughs> I try to get through the first one so I can play the second one. Uh, but the problem is, the first one was a little bit slow, and I didn't have enough time to get through yeah. it. And I think you know, of course, life life changes happened, and I never got back to it. So. And then, therefore, I completely right. forgot what I was doing in it. So I, I would literally have to play it from the start to kind of be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly. what's happening. But Mass Effect, you know, you know, uh, I, I've been playing the Mass Effect uh, remaster. I, I got it. I've been playing it. But it has such a, it has such a, like, a nostalgic, like, feeling for me. Because it was, like, one of the first series I got really into. Okay, yeah. Um, like I, like I played like Budokai and all that stuff when I was, uh, younger. Uh, but when I got Mass Effect, I was like, oh shit, this is, this is like a, like, this is a, an epic. Yeah. But it was, it was a big game. I remember it was, um, it was very, uh, I should say. a lot to do. Yeah. A lot to do. And it was a big, big release. I mean, huge release. My brother played it and I liked, like, I, I watched him play it a lot. But trying to get in it years later just uh, unfortunately didn't work out for me. Because, like I said, long games really, especially now, are so hard for me to do. Um, and I like to be able to play yeah. the game in a single sitting so I can get the full story. Like, I I think one of the first games, few games I'll get. Like, I'm trying to come up with a catalog now for if I do get the PS5 next year and Xbox. Probably just one. For right now um but like uh, resident evil i'm looking village i'm i'm looking forward to play because that's a good you know I, I i'm a huge resident evil fan but that's also only it's very good you beat yeah. it did you play and beat it i beat it i, I beat it completely yeah, yeah. 10 hours yeah. max 10 hours so that's like that's that's a nice little sweet spot that's enough to although there there is a trophy that you can that says to beat the game in uh like three hours or something. Oh yeah. So you can compress it. You wow. Know, if you if you do everything fast. Yeah. Well, that was like way back in the original Resident Evil Two, where if, like you get an S rank if you beat it under this many hours. I think it's like three hours or something like that. But like you really have to know where you're going and haul ass, and like yeah, 
not mess up. But that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited to play that game. And, you know, uh, I'm sure the Halo game, when that comes out, that's not going to be too, too, too long, like the campaign anyway. At least I don't think, unless they really overhaul everything. <laughs> but, you know, games like that it would suit me well for my schedule and everything like that. The problem with me is, and I just told my wife this, I was like, the problem with me is I have so many, like, hobbies in my head, like, things that I want to do, so I half-ass a lot of stuff because of time instead of, like, whole-ass, like, one thing. Like, I wish <laughs> I was, like, say, strictly a gamer because then I, there's... Then every little waking spare time I have, I would just be gaming. But for me, like, right. I like drawing. I like coming up with movie ideas. I like to do podcasts. You know, I like to watch movies. Like, I just... I'm like a connoisseur of all media entertainment. So I like to produce, I like to watch, or I should say I consume and I like to make. And that's my problem. Like I don't have a specific zone that I want or lane that I want to just stick into. Like uh, like I, I can't wait to get back into making um, low-budget horror movies or movies in general. And uh, I want to eventually make like a little like a mini drive-in or something like that where or at least like a, a movie outdoor movie theater where oh, that'd uh, be pretty cool kind of like a film festival but like just like people can uh, s- like make movies and you know show them off to people not just YouTube where you're gonna get like terrible comments and or no one's gonna want to watch it but at least like you can actually sit down and watch it like that's I think that's that's a good goal I think I'll strive to one day. I don't know. <laughs> Seems fun. It's it's a it's a respectable goal. You don't, and see, you don't see much I'm of that going of on it. anymore. You know. No, like I never even considered it uh, having like creating a film festival. Yeah. To, to show little short, uh, little like mini films and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Kind of give uh, people creative uh, endeavors. You know. I don't know. I just it'll it'll be see one thing that I that I I think that would help with is a lot of these creatives that don't really have any connections. They make these films, put them on YouTube. It goes into the void. Nobody sees them. Nobody gives them right. any uh, comments. So they don't. They're they eventually they they're not getting any anything back. You know. So eventually they're gonna start be realizing I need to move on with my life instead of doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. While having a community like that where there's a something you can go to to submit your short film uh where everybody in that short film or, or in that festival or something is a uh, is is like you you know they're they're low budget they're not professionals they 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 they've they've, they've learned how to do this stuff but they're not they you can tell they're not professional and you could gather them all to do like a showing of all these films and i think that's good for the creators because that gives them a place to show where they can be uh, uh, where they can receive this feedback and see that people do enjoy what they're making. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, because when you put it on YouTube, a lot of that uh, either either they're not really going to get anything and that's going to like, that's going to hurt in a different way. You know, just like, Oh, nobody wants to give me a shot or people are just going to troll you. Yeah. uh, Which is going to hurt in another way, (laughs) you know, which is like, Oh, that's mean. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and the people that you do um, connect with, usually they're not local, so it's not something that you can collaborate easily on. Um, but 
Yeah, no, that's that's something I was thinking about, you know, for a couple of years now. I was thinking that'd be a cool little thing. If people are still interested in stuff like that, they might just never want to leave their couch ever again and consume everything streaming. So, um, but I feel like the creatives that want to do like short films and stuff like that outside of YouTube are, um, you know, cool stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be a nice alternative to all these, uh, uh, to like stuff like film freeway where you could submit things to film festivals and get rejected. Yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> like uh, we we submitted our our film to them and uh, to a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and it costs a little bit of money to do so. So we we got rejected. We got accepted to one thing, and then that we lost. It was like a like a we got accepted to it, but then it was like a contest or mm-hmm. or something, and we lost the contest. But it, it felt nice to be accepted. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, it did, and I mean the the thing we submitted to. I mean, to be honest, um, like uh, for like like say say I we were making it for like an awards like what we were talking about before like I can see why ours didn't make you know because well, I, I just we made that for fun like I had a good time making that and uh it was really a good time so I I was all for like if they were for it or not it really didn't matter to me like just the idea of making something like that because I feel like too if you go out to like like back in the day, there was no YouTube, right? Let's just say like Kevin Smith's a good example because he was someone that actually he made clerks and that's how his film career started. But think of people like him making films specifically for film festivals. You don't know what they're really looking for, but you try your hardest to make like those serious drama films or a comedy or whatever, but you put your heart and soul into it. And then you spend all this money throwing it everywhere to get it seen. And then you don't know who's watching it. It's all rejected and blah, blah, blah. Like, you never hear back from anything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, nowadays it's, uh, you know, you were saying you had to put a little bit money into it. But at least at least there is YouTube where you get some sort of feedback, if anything. Um, right. But, you know, for for this, it would be... For what I was thinking too, like, you know, just kind of like a fun thing for people, either in the area or around whatever, who wants to come and see some low budget horror movies like back in the day um, and uh, make their own or whatever they want to do and, you know, not have to worry about, you know, being scrutinized or whatever for their work. I don't know. Right. I don't know, man. That's that's something I'm thinking about. (laughs) Well, I... I hope we can put it together. Uh, yeah. In the coming uh, months or years. You're gonna be like in the coming weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll get that running in uh, by Saturday. I just, <laughs> I just bought all the wood we need to build a stage. Sweet. <laughs> so, Sweet. I'm gonna deliver that tomorrow morning. This is why. Uh, this is why I have you on board, Jonah. You're just always five steps ahead exactly. of me. Exactly. You're like I already bought the land. Um, I got a projector coming tomorrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Just on schedule. Right on schedule. Thank you. Absolutely. I shut down five vaccine centers so I can open this. It's beautiful. Brings a tear to my <laughs> eye. <laughs> You're the hero no one thought we needed. <laughs> the hero nobody still wants. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, cool. So, anyway, yeah. That's, that's my only thing is I wish... Besides that, I'm just saying I wish I, you know, had more of a... 
like for gaming wise. I wish I was more focused on one lane instead of like boom. But I guess it helps me in the end. You know, keeps me. I think from I think never it's helpful because. Yeah, uh, well, there's that, but also I think it's helpful because if you have all these other interests, they can all uh, they all give you something, something, something back. You yeah. Know? So if you're just like only looking at video games, you're missing so much other things that are not common in video games that are common in books or in in movies or in comics. You know, the and having that whole picture to help you build your creative talents uh, and story building at itself. Yeah. I mean, by using these scenarios or these techniques that are used in other in in the mediums, in the stories in these mediums, because they're 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 all built differently. Right. Yeah. They're all structured differently. Yeah, that's the thing, um, too. Because yeah, I do like to because it's easier for me, like just say, to get inspiration from watching an old movie. It takes two hours to watch, it and you got the whole like, wow, that's cool. How they do this? How they do that? You look into it. A game. Um, like I said, unfortunately with longer games, it's kind of hard, but at the same time, I do want to get inspiration from games. Cause it's like, uh, like there's a lot of cool stories out there for games, you know, stuff, uh, plot twists and cool, uh, creature designs and ideas for things. It's so, and I, don't know, I feel like I miss out too when I, when I don't get to play. That's why I'm like, I always joke where I'm like, when I retire, that's like my retirement is <laughs> just to like have a backlog and just for the next like 30 years of my life after retiring that's all i'm gonna do is just like beat games and just play them all hell yeah So that's why i need physical so they're still around when when that time happens keep your mind sharp play some tetris that's it tetris and uh and resident evil and then scare myself <laughs> tetris to <death>. and... <laughs> yeah well honestly uh if you if you want to play village it's there's some scary bits and I think the second part of the game really got to me <laughs> a little bit. I'm not very good with horror games as a as like a preface. Yeah, you don't do horror in general though, right? Like you're not really you, like you'll watch horror movies but you're not like for me I, I watch I watch horror go ahead. Like for me I, I, as silly as it sounds, I know I didn't talk about it on this podcast. I might have mentioned it to you one day, but like going to see a horror movie a lot of them now, they're all about jump scares, right? And like, yeah, you know, atmospheric. It's nothing like uh, way back in the day where like monsters would scare people and uh, 80s horror. Or, you know, now the shock factor needs to be like elevated so high. So they do the jump scares and crazy. A lot of movies are demonic and stuff like ghosts and all that. Anyway, so what I find really fascinating about horror movies is... You know, if you go to see a comedy, right, usually the jokes or whatever is going to be hit and miss. You can be like, oh, it wasn't that funny. It was okay, right? But a horror movie, say you go see a horror movie, like, usually if it's a jump scare, you're going to, you know, be scared. Or when you know it's coming, like, you tense up and, like, you just, all you want to do is, like, close your eyes. Like, that's, like, an instinct to, like, look away from the screen. But what I do is I put my hands on my knees, right, and I leave them there the whole movie. And it's just, like... You know, even as an adult, like when something like, you know, like, like say like the Conjuring series where, you know, like you can tell when something's going to pop up somewhere, like they always like lead you into it, you know, it's happening and like, you know, you just want to like, okay, it's coming, it's coming. So you like go to look away, but this, you know, you just like, I always stare at the screen and keep my hands on my knees and just be like, even though it's happening, 
like you feel your tension build up. You feel like the fear, like not like fear, but like I guess it is anticipation. And I guess for some people, fear. But um, and then it happens, and you're like, oh. But it's just that, like I always think of it as like conquering fear. And um, I I don't know. It's just it's a very unique experience. It's like uh, I don't know. It teaches you to uh, I don't know. Be stronger, I guess, <laughs> mentally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the I, I watch horror movies and I do enjoy horror movies, uh, but I think the big difference between horror movies and horror games is the fact that I'm controlling the game. <laughs> so it's like it's harder for me because now I'm immersed in the video game and they're coming after me oh, that's while I'm awesome, watching though. a movie and, and they're coming after that guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, they're getting that guy. But when I'm playing Ethan Winters and Resident Evil... It's you. There's some shit coming you, after you, me. Yeah, you control that. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing too. Like you have that. That's see, that's another thing about video games, and I mentioned this before. Is like the the emotions you get from playing a video game, especially something like that, versus like just watching a movie. Uh, video games, for those that may not be into it, like you get the full spectrum of emotions, especially with that. Like if you feel like something's chasing you, like you are like sweating, your palms are all sweaty. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like you're like freaking out. You got to get out. You got to shoot them. Like, and then you're trying to shoot them and then you you have to reload because you're out of bullets or you got to switch your weapon. And it's just like, oh my God. Like it's all like this crazy built up, like just emotion. It's such a fun it's crazy at the time, but it's such a fun experience. And, like, when you're done and you beat it or, like, you get to a safe spot, like, you feel that, like, either relief or, I don't know, you just feel all the emotions of just, like, you feel like you literally and physically just been through some shit, but you're still safe at home. It's nuts. It's it's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> there's, this, there's this one section in uh, Resident Evil Village. You can't spoil it for me, Jonah. I'm not going okay. to spoil it for you, but it's... Uh, there's this one section that really unsettles me, not because it's particularly scary, like, oh, there's a lot of scary stuff happening, but uh, you don't, you're, you're, you're powerless, it feels like. And that's, that's what gives me, especially with all the atmospheric horror in this game, uh, being powerless and other factors. That really got me. And it was like I could feel my chest like beating when I was trying to finish this section. Oh wow. Uh and when I did like manage to finish the section, it was uh it was crazy. I was like, Oh my god, thank God. Yeah, well that's that's it. Like <laughs> like you said, in a movie you're watching them do it, so you're basically just like you know, the storytelling technique kinda like brings you in a little bit and once the jump scare happens, you're like, Ooh, whoa, that scared me. But like a video game, like you're in the scene, the whole scene. And you're you're on you're nothing along, but the scene. Yeah, and you're <laughs> along for the ride until it's over, until you're safe. The character's safe, so, uh, and um, yeah, that's uh, it's a unique experience that I miss. Like, it just makes me want to be like, oh, I gotta play. Like, uh, did you did you ever play? Oh, you don't have an Xbox, do you? Right? You never. I have a I have an Xbox One X. You gotta play uh, Senua's Sacrifice if you haven't played it yet. Isn't. It Is was, that only on Xbox? It was on Game Pass, yeah. I don't know if it was oh, only on Xbox. I, I, I think the second one's going to be. I think it's on PS4. It might be, but it, but it is on X, uh, Game Pass. That's why I just mentioned it. That's how I played it on Xbox. But I, th- I think I just got... Wait, which... 
I think I might have gotten it for PlayStation Four recently. Oh, if you if you got it, like the physical it. disc. Dude, wear uh, head, wear headphones, I, turn off your lights, and just play that game. And like, and it's not like a horror game, but it's just something that I don't know. That's one of those games where like you actually get immersed into, it and it's like it's gonna mess with you a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know how much I like getting messed with Absolutely. when I'm playing video games. Absolutely. What I, what I want to do. What I want to do is is fly around space and romance alien babes. What am yeah. I doing over here mm. in a in a horror house, <laughs> getting getting immersed in death and destruction? My God, it's a t- what's wrong? It's with typical me? Tuesday. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, Resident Evil Village, uh, I got very immersed in the game and it was in it was very fun. Good, cool. So yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm but let, let me. But one thing. One thing is that I played a little bit of Resident Evil 7, the, the one before this, and that one leads into this one. Yeah. it's a, This is a direct sequel to that. Mm-hmm. Ethan Winters is the same character. Yeah. But Resident Evil 7 is, like, scarier than this game. Okay. Like, this is more action-y okay. than, the, that, than the last one. All right. But it's still, it's still, still a horror game, but more action so that's why I could finish this game. The other one, I was like, I'm kind of done. Thank you. You never, you never beat this uh, seven. <laughs> I never, I never beat seven. Okay. Uh, I, I, I felt I played, that one was I, I, was more creepy in the first half, and then just I never got then kind of that. like because then you <laughs> then you get into the groove, right? So you kind of ex, you know kind of right because there's different locations and so it like gets it kind of becomes more action esque. It's still like whoa, but more I don't know. More action, but I remember when you're in the house, and like sh- that, like the crazy girls like popping out and like trying to kill you. Like the whole family's trying to. It's, it, that's pretty cool. You know, honestly, <laughs> one of the one of the reasons probably might be the environments of the games. Like the the in Resident Evil Seven, the opening area is is like you're in, stuck in the house and in yeah, bot- like you're just running around in this claustrophobic area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Village there's a village <laughs> right so and there's different areas yeah i mean that's uh, i think the, the smartest thing capcom did was uh was uh what they did was seven and restarted because um resident evil 4 was fantastic it was more action and you know they put the camera different but it was really really good it was really good five came out and they turned it into like this like arcade shooter if you will because it was just like action 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 no like horror anymore and they really messed up the wesker story in that like that whole end battle really disappointed me um and then six came out and i didn't even beat six to be honest because i tried playing leon's campaign with my friend dude we were playing that thing for like over 10 hours we couldn't like it was the same damn... You fought the same damn boss over and over and over and over and over and over again. The coolest thing, though, about that one was... Uh, I think it's a subway, I think, you're in. And the zombies are after you. And all you see is, like... You see the lights, but you see the shadows of the zombies chasing you. Like, you don't see the zombies yet. You just see the shadows chasing you. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Like, atmospheric was really cool. But they they, they kind of messed up on that game. They went too big on that game. So I never beat it, but seven was just like great what they did. The whole like new style and back to like, okay, this is gonna be horror now. So that was cool. So I'm really looking forward to village. So but I'm gonna get that 
I'll play that um, when I get a PS5 probably next year. Hopefully, maybe next year. I don't see why I wouldn't get it, be able to get it next year. Um, well, I maybe I think maybe I, I, I read something about the... <clears throat> I I read something about that they're like gonna release a a new version of a PlayStation Five next year or something. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's like oh they're just using different parts for the same kind of PlayStation Five, mm. or it's uh like a PS Five S. It's the PS Five Pro already. <laughs> yeah. The gold exactly. edition. Right. It plays uh, so, two Blu-rays at the same time. <laughs> it's it's top loading instead of slot loading that's it uh it's self-aware it's it's a combination of a playstation 3 4 and 5 there you go it's just they they, they glued them together they call it the ps5 so maybe, sandwich because what i'm thinking is maybe it's just going to be like the same uh same console but like switching out certain parts for different parts because a lot of the supply issues now is because of like the chip like the chips they use and stuff is uh and there's a shortage because a whole bunch of different products use the same chips uh so and they're all and they're all trying to get these chips they're all trying to get the (laughs) frito-lays you know sour cream and onion so exactly so i'm guessing maybe that's gonna try to do it so that whatever so that they can actually start releasing these with the proper supply rather than uh with a drip feed. I mean, lower price but on, maybe, on four, but less powerful I'm not. So hopefully... It's probably not... Uh, well, I doubt they'll make it less powerful. That'll be a... <laughs> that'll be a media... A, a media, like a faux pas. The PS5 mobile. <laughs> it is now on your phone at 480p. Tops. Tops. <laughs> yeah. It's worse than your PlayStation 3. <laughs> maxed out. But it plays out. PlayStation 5 games. <laughs> it's like a PS2 maxed out. Incredible. <laughs> ah yeah so uh i don't know I, you know honestly when i before i got this playstation 5 i was like i'm gonna hold off until there's like a nice special edition because i like the special editions you know like your but then uh, i got the yeah yeah uh, like like the spider-man playstation 4 pro is pretty good and i have the one i have the playstation 4 pro that i have was uh the 500 million edition yeah you know the, the see-through blue mm-hmm. with the gold accents it's very nice. How much is that <laughs> worth nowadays? Oh, I, I don't know. I think it's like a thousand dollars, which is fine. Sell but it. Uh, I think it'll be worth 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 more if I kept it sealed. But you know, I'm not gonna keep that sealed. Uh, what was I saying? I was talking about place PlayStation Five something. Yes, the the newer version coming out oh. next year. Right, maybe it'll be uh, limited editions. Like maybe there'll be like different colors or different, or like based on specific uh, uh, IPs. Dif- That'd be pretty cool. Different shapes. It's the circle. You know, station. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure whenever they're gonna release the next, uh, the the next iteration, like the power boost, like the pro version, they're gonna change the shape from being like this tower. It'll the be Kaiba, smaller. The Kaiba. They always, they, It'll be yeah. They always more go sleek, smaller. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's wallet sized. And, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. It looks fine. It looks cool, but I, at the same time, like I'd rather it just not be like that. <laughs> oh really? Is it? Is it too big? Yeah. Or? No, it's. I mean, it is too big. It's very big. I don't know if you've. Uh, 
No. I, I don't know if you've like actually seen one in person, but it's very tall. It looks tall in the um, pictures. I mean, the, the PlayStation 3 that I have is tall, but I heard that one's it's taller than it's that. It's a lot taller than the PlayStation 3. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, I have the fat PlayStation 3. If you stuck stuck it up next to it, it the, the PS5 dwarfs it. Wow. So it's, that's like but, a definite... Uh, that's like a definite top shelf system then, right? Yeah. Like I had, I had all my consoles on the shelf on like a, I have this like metal, like a, like shelf you put in your garage or something, but right. I have it in my room. Yeah. And I have all my consoles on there and I couldn't stand it up <laughs> so, Wow. Yeah. because yeah, cause it, it was like a pretty, uh, it was a pretty big shelf because I, I, I made it so that there was enough room for all these consoles, but it was too big. And putting it sideways takes up so much space. So I had to take it out, put it next to like my TV, mm-hmm. and it's just like not on the shelf mm-hmm. because it can't be contained. Yeah, uh, it's. But not. I'm not even like complaining about the size. I'm complaining about. Uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm complaining about. You know, like, it's, I'm not it's, really it's complaining. It's, <laughs> I'm advertising. It just feels. Uh, it just looks weird. Right. I don't know. So, I'd rather it not be like that. Well, hopefully they make a, a slimmer version or smaller version by next year, maybe. I mean... Yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's crazy as it is to... Um, by next year, it'll be two years old because it came out technically, what, in December? Right? Something like that? Was it uh, December? Maybe. No, it usually comes out in November, right? The consoles usually release November. Well, it was... I think it was November. <laughs> Technically, people are still trying to get it. So, I mean, I guess it was uh, it was scalped in November, released in December. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, honestly, I, that that that's the reason I got the PlayStation Five because scalping. I was planning on waiting for a year. Uh, well, not because of, not because I was going to scalp it, <laughs> but because I got I, I saw the opportunity. Yeah. To get one, sure. when I was I was like I was like ready when uh, I was like ready, just like hanging out on the computer. Uh, and Wario texted something. It was like, "Oh, PS5 is up at Best Buy." I'm like, "Done." Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I, I, I was there. I was there during right when he t- tweeted it. I was like, "Okay, I can do it. I can do it. Let's try." Yeah. And it worked. Cool. So, so I managed to get one. Yeah, that's awesome. I and uh and I and I was like, if I get if there's another one that I do want a, a new version late next year that has like a like a Spider Man on it or something. Then I'll get that too, and then yeah. I'll have two. Maybe I'll give one to Nina. There you go. Uh, it'll still be mine, but she can have it. <laughs> you know, in her room, you're loaning it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the one thing. Because uh, I always, ever since 360, I always made a rule that uh, I won't get a system till like a year after, or at least like a good six months after release. Just because, wait, wait till they get all the bugs figured out first. Because 360 was... There's just, always bugs. Yeah, 360 was terrible for me. I had three systems that red-ringed. And uh, one system I bought from GameStop, and it red-ringed as soon as I turned it on. So I was like, fantastic. Yeah, the, that's the one thing I was reading about, how the how Xbox, like, they, they're they like, we need to release this. We'll just have a really good, like... Uh, like an exchange policy right they like i i heard they lost like lost a billion or so dollars on that policy because everything they like almost every like initial console they released got the yellow the red the red ring of death and they had to like keep exchanging them yeah i mean that was it's just it was nuts and then uh 
I, and then PlayStation had the yellow light of death, but I don't I don't know if it's that widespread. Yeah, I don't mine's, know. I never uh, never experienced. I think what what killed that one was dust. I think I think dust was yeah. the PlayStation 3's enemy, which I I always cover my my systems. And pro tip for you, if you ever go on Amazon, uh, get um like shower, uh, not curtains, but like uh, caps, caps, yeah, shower caps. caps. I get like extra large ones. You could they'll stretch over your consoles, and you'll see you'll be able to see them still. Have them on display and keep them free of dust without having to pay expensive uh, for uh, dust covers because they're like six cents for like ten of them or something stupid like that, or six cents each. So that's what I did. PlayStation Three though, it's a little too big, so you're only gonna be able to cover half of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the fat one's pretty uh. Pretty pretty hefty. Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't, Honestly, I haven't I, turned I mine actually, on in a long time, so I don't know if it uh, <laughs> how well it would actually hold up. But I know I think the uh, I think the the dust was a big issue because I know uh, it, uh, it, it is a big issue uh, because uh, recently I switched out my hard drive in my PS3 with an SSD, and when I opened the little little thing, I've never opened it before. I opened it. And there was dust in there, like like nice dust clumps in there. Wow. And I was like, I thought I kept mine pretty clean. I'm 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 kind of worried about how it looks underneath, like the big, uh, the actual body of it. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking I haven't opened it, but I uh, I was like looking online to see maybe I can like follow along with some YouTube videos to clean it. But uh, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just find somebody that does this professionally, because <laughs> there's a lot they can do wrong. Yeah. Uh, plus, I do need to replace the uh, thermal paste the thermal paste yeah which there's no problem so far but you know if it's only supposed to last eight years i'm pushing my luck yeah it's so stupid that there's a life to these things you know as much as they concerning the fact like if you're not gonna have like your playstation 2 comes out it could play playstation 1 Perfect. PlayStation 3 comes out. It was supposedly supposed to play PS2 and PS1, but it was so damn expensive that they had to take out the PS2. PS4 comes out. Ideally, it should have been able to play 1, 2, and 3. Like, it, your life, like the life of your old game should continue on, but that's not the case. So to have, have uh, systems that eventually you're not going to be able to play anymore is a terrible, terrible thing. In my eyes, as someone as a collector who's hoping to be able to play games when he retires, when he's older, it makes me sad. My dreams are going to come crashing down on me. (laughs) And there was this one thing. uh, Well, with the thermal paste, yeah, that's kind of a bummer, but I'm not too worried about that because even if it does fail and I have to replace it, I can just replace it. But there was this one thing that, right, well, I can get someone to replace it for me. It's true. Uh, there's this one thing that came up like in the past couple months where um, I, I'm not sure if it's also PlayStation 4. I, I think it is PlayStation 4 also, but if the battery dies, like the CMOS battery, like the little the little circle battery, yeah. if that dies, uh, you can't play your physical games on the console anymore. Like can't you re- can't you, you replace it? You you can replace it, but if PlayStation Store and PlayStation Network is down at that time, like years down the line. Uh, it's what it tries to do is it tries to like ping back to the store to verify the replacement battery. And if it can't do that, you can't replace the battery. Um, so that <laughs> means that 
Yeah, so that means that your console is a brick and you can't fix it because the battery cannot verify itself by going through the PlayStation Network. Uh, and that was tested uh, on, online. I think it was, uh, I forget who the YouTuber was, but he tested it. And it showed he like detached like the battery on the PlayStation 4 and tried to play like a physical game that doesn't require any updates or anything or online play. And it just was not playing. Uh, and also with the PlayStation 3 is the same problem. It just uh, PlayStation Network is needed to connect to like verify the replacement battery. It's the end. This is it. Yeah. Beginning of yeah. the end. Jonah. Well, I hope they f- figure out a workaround because I don't want my PlayStation 3 to be useless. Emulation. In 20 years. <laughs> Free emulation. Yeah, but, but they I don't, won't because they're going like to make my... you pay for it. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. terrible. I don't know. Yeah. But Jonah, I think we should end this podcast. We're uh, well into the two hour mark. We had a lot of good topics to talk about. Um, well, I'm well into the 32 hour mark. So that's true. You're 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 in the future, Jonah. I'm yeah. gonna do something different and have you close this out. I can't take this responsibility. This is too much. <laughs> but well, John, it's been an honor and a privilege to be here with you on this podcast on the day of today. Always, always, and I good, hope, sir. And I hope that you at at home listening to this or watching this on YouTube uh, are having a good day and will continue having a good day and week. And I hope to see you again next time. That's awesome. Jonah, you did such a fantastic job. And uh, yeah, there's nothing. I forget how we close things. That's it. Do we, do we like, do we like say a thing? I don't know. Is there a thing like, I, I, I don't know. I'll just do a quick, really quick, really quick out. Cause uh, that was beautiful, and I don't want to overshadow that, Jonah. I can't. It's just how do you come? How do you fit? How do you follow up to that? But all I'm gonna say is thanks for watching and or listening. I'm John. Or I should say I'm Johnny and B. I'm Jonah. And that's I'm Jonah T. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.